But you know how that is, right? What? What? You're, what? You're sending me messages. You're confusing me. <laughs> I said, but you know how that is, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. What? <laughs> this is perfect. I, <laughs> I was like deeply reading your last DM and I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? And then you come in and I'm saying that. I don't know. You don't know me. <laughs> I was just talking about how I was distracted. <laughs> Minor flood advisory. It's not even raining. Oh yeah, that was the other thing I was gonna say. Uh, if my power goes out, sorry. <laughs> Same. I like went outside and like it was like thundering like the fucking the rapture out there. I was like, oh shit. It's getting a little aggressive over here. It really is. It's like the dark clouds are above me right now. They haven't done anything yet, <laughs> but they're here. Uh, they're, they're here. Not that I have like a penchant for that happening. It's just. You know, oh, if it, it does, it, I can't right, do anything right. about it. Exactly. So, yeah, that goes for both of us because I <laughs> do lose power sometimes. Um, if we just disappear, that's why. We haven't been suspirited. You get a text message from me that just says, fuck. You'll yeah, notice. Exactly. <laughs> uh, let me make sure. Okay, let me open up uh, our new. We, we, we've got organized, everyone. We have a list now of things we want to talk about. Yeah, I, I looked at it one time. Did you, did you see? I added something uh, last night to it. Oh, no. This is something I should be, like, checking when I wake up. Just probably just check it. Like, I, I was going to message you about it, but it was just one small thing. It's uh the new look at Soldier Boy for the season three of The Boys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We can talk about that. That's exciting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's on the list. We have a list now. Um, just I, I guess just check it the day of. And if you, I'll, I'll let you know if I add anything to it. Okay. And same with you. If you add anything to it, let me know. Oh, also, I put something about Rob Zombie on there, but we can talk about that when we get there. Um, okay. As I said the other day, I've been a little detached. Yeah, no. no recently. Um, yeah. yeah. Listen, I feel that. Um, but I have a couple things. Let me let me find this list. I'm about to add to it because. Yeah, add to it right now, so I have yeah. time to look at it before right we discuss now. it. Yeah, look at it. Oh, or man. let me just see if. Uh, Why the hell is that your name? What do you mean? What are you saying to me? <laughs> the, the, the Google Docs gave you a strange name, and it scares me. I can see oh. it, but it's weird. I don't know. Yeah, careful. See, you, you, you tune in, everyone, to see the behind-the-scenes <laughs> making of this podcast. <laughs> it's currently happening before your eyes. What Here is happening? I, what? <laughs> I didn't know that was list. happening. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Now I have to look that up. I didn't even know that oh, I can fill in some blanks here. That got announced. Uh, a couple weeks ago. Oh, actually, I, I did see that. Everyone who's listening and watching is like, what the fuck are they talking about? It, it's, uh... Stay yeah. tuned, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll post the article. I actually read that article a couple weeks ago. Um, uh, yeah. I think... Boom. All right. Let's, I think that's good. <laughs> I think we got some stuff to talk about. Um, I contributed. Oh, yeah, well, we, we did it. There's a list and you added evil something. Ooh, surprise, something. something. <laughs> Woo! We, and it's kind of, we, this list kind of is a spooky list. <laughs> There's some spooky <laughs> things we're going to talk about. 
All right, let's talk. Let's let's start with the podcast and stop being weird and mysterious yeah. and the creepy people standing in the corner just muttering to themselves. Ruin um, movies. I was singing when I was like, "It's <laughs> Tuesday, it's time to ruin some movies." Oh, we better. should write a song. Do 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 Tuesday. Oh, we should get Swap to do the background music. <laughs> Absolutely, it's a Tuesday. You know what that means? It's time to ruin some movies. <laughs> Alright, let's get into this. Ruining movies. Ruining movies. Oh, this is going to make a great cut. <laughs> Ruining movies. Uh, hi, everyone, and welcome back to Ruining Movies, your podcast in which your hosts, me, Zach, and him, Shane, ruin me. the movie of the week. This week, we're talking about... Oh, God, I had to look up how to say this name. Let me listen to it real quick. Suspiria. Dario Argento's... 1977 Italian horror masterpiece, Suspiria. So we're going to ruin that with you. With, actually, you guys are going to ruin it uh, by voting. I don't know what you voted on yet, so we'll find out at the end of the episode. Uh, but before we ruin Suspiria, uh, let's talk about what we've been watching. Let's talk about what's going on in movie and TV news. So let's start. Uh, I'm throwing this out to you, chat also, and you, Shane. What have you been watching these last two weeks? We did not record last week. What have you been watching? What have you what have you been ingesting? Oh. Yeah. I grinded out. Ground, grinded, grounded. Grounded it out. The yeah. fourth season of Man in the High Castle. Nice. Did you finish it? I know you when we talked to you had thirty minutes left. Yes. <laughs> I finished <laughs> nice. it like an hour ago. Hell and yeah. it, it was it was really good. I, I recommend it. It's based off of a Philip, Philip K. K. Dick, Dick book. Yep. Yeah. Yep uh it's it's a ride um uh yeah i'll just say that i don't want to like give away too much but i do recommend yeah. it. it it was a lot of fun it took me a really long time to watch it but that was because of like scheduling and stuff like right that. and they're like long very episodes. back burner for me yeah they're like an hour long yeah i've only seen season one but i really enjoyed it i just i, I haven't watched it since um but it's something it I do does have revisit. As far as I can tell, it has a definitive ending. Okay, Seems that's like good. it's just going to be four seasons, and that's it. So that's I, I like to put that out there now, because that's like a fantastic thing for me in watching shows. I like knowing that I can just grind out like the entirety of a show. Yeah, um, agreed. agreed. But not to say it's not good with these episodic things, I mean... I'm definitely going to be real hype when the second season of Invincible comes out. So Right, exactly. Like, I mean, it, I, I do... Uh, oh, God. What What did uh, I say uh, wrong? I'm, I'm already being clipped. I'm already getting clipped. I say <laughs> ruining movies. Words aren't my strong suit, if you guys haven't realized, even though oh, I host no. two podcasts. Oh, God. Let's see this clip. Uh-oh. It's a, oh, it's, it's a, yeah. thank you, Grumble, for clipping our beautiful intro song that we just made oh. up. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I like things, uh, especially now in this world where we have so much content out there. It's nice to know that some things have an end. Yeah, <laughs> like you get the full mm -hmm. story. There is an end. We've talked mm -hmm. about a lot of things not having ends, and we're actually going to talk about um something later when we talk about television. That like had a season then got canceled. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. On the I'm list. not. Am I supposed to thank you in person for that subscription? <laughs> thank you, Shane, for subscribing to my Twitch channel while we're recording a podcast. That's not distracting. <laughs> I just I opened the stream and it told me to remind you, so I did. 
<laughs> hearts, hearts. Oh, thank you. Um, but anyway, yeah, okay, cool. So, uh, would you recommend? Should people watch this? Should people watch The Man in the High Castle? I definitely recommend it. Um, especially because it has a definitive, definitive ending. If you can make it through five seasons of Breaking Bad and like however many seasons of Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones there were, I think there was. Um, eight. yeah, then I think you can make it through the the measly four seasons of Man in the High Castle. Yeah. Um, it was good. I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. It's got uh, action, drama, romance. It hits all the bases, really. Absolutely. Science fiction. Yeah, I like the science fiction aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's by Philip K. Dick, so sci-fi is going to be great. Uh, has that been the only mm-hmm. thing you've been watching these last... I mean, that's a big thing. I, I made it sound like, is that only what no, you've been watching? No, no. like a big thing. It's not. Um, it's just the most notable thing, I guess. Okay, I, okay, okay. I started sure. re-watching... So I, I was watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and then I turned it on recently, and it ended in my sleep. And All then right. when I woke up, it asked me if I wanted to continue watching, and I was just, like, chilling in bed. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll continue watching. And it turned on the first episode of The Awesomes, I think is what, what it's called. And I've never heard of that. <laughs> it's a Hulu show. Okay. Is it animated? Yeah, yeah, and it's got a lot of people in it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Seth Meyers, uh, Kenan Thompson, Bobby Lee. So just everyone from Saturday Night Live? Pretty much. <laughs> Tina Fey was in here somewhere, Rashida Jones, Josh awesome. Myers. It's just like a ton of people. Oh, uh, Bobby literally, Moynihan, literally everyone on SNL, holy shit. It literally, like, the synopsis is <laughs> from the minds of Saturday Night Live veterans. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, got it. That makes total sense. Uh, mind you, I was watching this at like eight o'clock in the morning, like half awake. But it was yeah. kind of funny. Well, I think it was definitely funnier than SNL. Well, unfortunate news is it's been canceled. All right. Well, good thing I'm only one episode in. <laughs> Might as well just stop that now. I do not recommend. <laughs> It says, uh, oh, well, this is from December 17th, 2015, uh, so it had, uh, three seasons. <laughs> wow, how have we never heard of it? <laughs> it must be, okay. Oh my gosh. Okay, it's not that I do not recommend, I cannot recommend. I've only seen one episode, and I do not plan on watching anymore. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's really about it. Awesome, hell yeah, okay. Um, so I, I, uh... I finally watched uh, The Queen's Gambit. I'm only three years, three million years late to that. Um, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. That's really all nice, I got to say about nice. that. I've heard like, a lot of good things about Queen's Gambit. I haven't it was, watched it, was, it, it good. but I've heard a lot of good um, things. I uh, was very confused when I realized it wasn't about a real-life person. <laughs> I thought it was based <laughs> on a real story. It was not. And I was, like, Googling... Uh, the the main character in Queen's Game and I was like, what is she up to now? And it's like she's not real. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> I hadn't watched it, but like based on the uh, what I've seen and like the thumbnail and stuff, I I I would I had also been assuming that it was like a bibliography, bibliography. right? It's like an auto, yeah, autobiography or something. Yeah. Biography, yeah. Biography. What the Bigly, fuck? I don't anyway. Know um but it was good i i mean i recommend it it was um i've been watching a lot of like 
high tier TV lately. Like I just watched True Detective season one again, and nice. before that, True Detective season three. Um, so it's like the Queen's Gambit is probably like along those lines, and I, I mean, I don't think it's good as good as the True Detective seasons, but it was still definitely good in its own right. I definitely would recommend it. Okay. Um, okay. which then moves on to the other TV show that I've been watching a lot lately that is not high tier television but still a lot of fun and i've been enjoying it a lot which is lucifer okay yeah another show i've heard a lot of good things about it's just it's like i wanted one of those shows where you can just kind of like turn your brain off and have it in the background and just like look up everyone and so i'll be like that person's back like oh that (laughs) storyline's happening oh cool this is just like they're in vegas this episode cool oh man um but I mean, it's been great. It's, I've been thoroughly enjoying it. Um, it's literally for those who don't know. Well, uh, it's about Lucifer, <laughs> the, the <laughs> Satan, the, the devil, the devil. <laughs> um, but he's a detective, and he's helping the police. And it's a police procedural. I still am saying that word wrong. Um, where the devil's trying to help solve crimes, and it's it's Why? based because. Honestly, because he finds it to be interesting most of the time, and he's just sassy and just fucking cracking jokes. Um, but it okay, much... he has nothing better to do. No, well, he left hell. He was he, he didn't want to be there anymore, so he went to, to fucking L.A. and has a nightclub, and then he's like, oh, and there's like mysteries involved in it. Like there's like he's there's stuff like with him being a fallen angel and like other angels and stuff but it's mostly just about like (laughs) it's a crime show (laughs) um but it's based on characters created by neil gaiman which is cool so cool uh, Cool. um i mean i recommend it i I recommend it if you just want to have something to throw on yeah just like turn your brain off for a bit it's good okay for sure like i said i've heard good things about the show You're, you're not the first person to say that they've been checking it out you should watch Monk. It's one of the best crime shows. That's what I've heard. I've heard good things about Monk also, Grumble. I, I just haven't watched it. Same. Um. Yeah. I did watch CSI Miami, though, and you know. Yeah! That... Wait, that's not CSI. That's not. <laughs> is it? <laughs> what's the, yeah! What's the, what's the fucking theme that has the screaming in it? Horatio was the man. Um, opening theme. And I won't give fool yeah, again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I was right. That's and that's all we can afford to play on tonight's <laughs> podcast. Exactly. <laughs> dun dun boom. Wait, that's all in order. Um, <laughs> another crime show I never watched. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I've never really been one for crime shows, except really Dexter. But that's also <laughs> Dexter and Lucifer are very similar. <laughs> one's just about a serial killer police guy. Okay. Another one's about Satan police guy. <laughs> okay. Um, cool. I'm trying to think, does does supernatural count? Uh, I mean, kind of. I, like, I would say so. Like supernatural. Like, I've only seen the first two seasons of it, but that also felt like a show where you could just like turn your brain off. Yeah. Just yeah. Watch it. Uh, so there was a time in my life when I watched many, many episodes of of that show. Like like five or six seasons. Like turn your brain off. Watch like yeah. And then more recently, like I turn on Netflix and Supernatural popped up. Like continue watching, and I was like continue. I guess I did watch a lot of that. Turned it on, and I was like way far in. So I just turned it on, and uh, it's kind of cool. 
I mean, like I it, liked it. I, 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 okay, I didn't like how it was filmed. I, I think it's kind yeah, of hell. It's really, ugh. I don't <laughs> like TV shows, really. Yeah, like, like cable TV shows. This yeah. is on, like, the CW. Which, right. in, in general, I don't really go towards stuff like that. Um, right. CW has, like, some shows that are, that are good. Like, Lucifer is a CW, was a CW show. That's... Yeah, I, I just tend to not watch stuff like that. Mainly because for the last several years, I've just had a Netflix membership, so... yeah. Just gravitate to whatever the hell's on there, and all these other streaming services have TV shows too. So all that stuff just kind of like fell off the map years ago. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Su- Supernatural is uh. In the later part, the stuff that I watched was like kind of just super gory and crazy. It's way over the top, and and I don't know. I kind of liked it. <laughs> yeah, isn't there like twenty seasons of Supernatural or something? It's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know the real number. I'm about to look it up. Yeah, and uh, Jensen Eccles is going to be in That's the boys. Why I did this season three. We are going to talk about uh, Soldier Boy when we get to the television segment. Uh, but I'm excited for that. I think he's going to be great in the boys. Um, I think uh, Supernatural and like Lucifer, they they fit a piece of the puzzle in my mind of uh, of like the X Files and Buffy and Angel. Like those are yeah. probably three of my favorite shows. Um, from the ni- I I don't think any of the like they don't catch the same charm as the '90s like shows like that like Fringe and stuff. Um, but they like they're in the same category, which are like those are like my guilty pleasure categories. Yeah, like I will yeah, watch. That's how I would describe Supernatural. Yeah, like throw Supernatural <laughs> on or Buffy on or X Files or I mean Twin Peaks is on another level. Um, but or like Fringe. I always want to watch that show, but I know that like. If I turn it on, I'm gonna wanna like not turn my brain off. No, you can't turn your brain off with this. Yeah, like I'm gonna wanna stay up and watch it. And most of the time that I'm consuming Netflix, like like ninety five percent of the time, it's like a half an hour to an hour before I go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Twin Peaks is not something you wanna watch before you go to bed too. You'll have weird David Lynch dreams. Which is kinda cool. I was gonna say that doesn't actually sound all that terrible. It, it doesn't sound that horrible. Well, so this is how my pitch always uh, for people to watch Twin Peaks. It is a soap opera made by David Lynch, and that's it. But it's really good. <laughs> like, okay, so like, if any, this is okay, well, it's really this good. This is to anyone who has watched one the first episode of Twin Peaks, and it's like really slow, and it has like super over the top acting in it like soap opera mm-hmm. acting and it even has like the soap opera like soundtrack you're like like the like really mm-hmm. like slow mm-hmm. like dramatic music and that is like literally what twin peaks is it's it is a soap opera but like made from the mind of david lynch so it's really weird but it's so good yeah i've seen like the first three episodes and i'm mm-hmm. not gonna lie i watched it on your recommendation and i yeah. was like watching it and i was like okay this is cool and before the first episode was over i remember asking myself like am i watching the right show right it, it, it is it's like that it's like that <laughs> like check myself like is this the right show that he was talking about yep it was it is, and, and and from what I've seen, it's it's good. It is good. Like I want to continue watching it, but like I said, it's unfortunate because of my like Netflix consumption time. Definitely, definitely. Hello, uh, MGD. Welcome. Yo yo. Um. Yeah. So I mean, that's kind of what I've been watching. Um. 
it's been two weeks. I'm trying to think of what else I watched. I don't think. There was something on television I watched. It was like about gambling, but I don't remember too much about it, oh. so I guess it couldn't have been that good. Hmm. Uh, it was New just... season of America's Got Talent started this week. Yeah, how's I that, going? that I I mean, I don't know. I saw one act. I <laughs> laughed my ass off. Like, I, like I went out bad. into the kitchen, and it was on TV, and I was watching it, and I just fucking started dying. Like, it was I, a good act or a bad act? <laughs> like, what kind of laugh? Are you laughing at them like or with them? kind of both, okay. right? You're laughing at them and with them for, like, multiple reasons. There's layers, right? Yeah. This dude, who's just a dude, right? He's just an average dude. Yeah. Uh comes in and he gives this interview and he's just like normal and then he comes out onto stage dressed in like full-on peacock cosplay with this like enormous fucking tail that had to weigh like 80 fucking pounds okay. and he comes out and he's got this beak when he talks with his mouth the beak like opens and flaps around and shit and he's just like Mah! and it's it's pretty funny it's pretty funny and the judges pretty much hated it his well not hated it but like the they started to hate it, and then they started to love it, and then, like, the crowd really got into it, and it was pretty funny to me. Um, but also, on top of the fact that he was putting on a really good show, the same person, I've seen this guy the last, like, four or five years. I don't even really watch this show. It, it, it just so <laughs> happens that, like, you know, like, last appearing. year and the year before, somebody was like, watch this guy. This is fucking funny. And I can't remember what he was, but it was kind of funny. But he got, like, instantly buzzed, like, the last, like, four or five times. Is that a good thing or a bad or thing? Bad. They, I don't know eh, how you're, you're done. Big X is Okay, bad. okay. Eh. Okay. And uh, this time, Simon immediately was like, eh. <laughs> But by the end of it, he was, like, eh? rooting for the guy. Okay. <laughs> And I kind of was too, and I was laughing hysterically because he did all kinds of like crazy shit, and it was funny. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Again, exactly. like I don't really watch the show; it just happened to like be on. It was the very first episode, but he was the very last act. And I think, I think it, I don't know what day it's on, but I might have just like ended stream and gone out there, and it was just on. I, just, and... I feel like there's like always like every day there's just some type of singing show on. Just like on TV. Yeah, American Idol just ended too within the last two weeks. Oh, really? Um I can't remember that guy's name that one though. Did an American was, Idol like end and then come back? What the hell's up with that? <laughs> I don't know. There's so many things, right? Like uh each channel kinda has like their own set of shit going on yeah. that rotates. You know, you've got like the masked singer and American Idol, like on uh the 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 Fox network or yeah, whatever yeah yeah and then the other network has like the voice and america's got talent or something like that and then there's another network that's got some other stuff those like nighttime competitive singing and dancing yeah, competitions yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um they're all right i guess you see some kind of cool shit i prefer the really cool unique shit over the singing because, uh, especially when America's Got Talent is on, like, when they when they come out and sing, I'm like, do a flip. <laughs> just do a flip, come on, just do, <laughs> do a flip. flip, like, I'm sorry. Like, you're really good and everything, but, like, there are other shows specifically for singing. I'm here to watch people do, like, astounding magic tricks and yeah. juggling acts right? yeah. and, like, swimming in shark tanks and shit, you know? 
Absolutely. Again, I appreciate your singing. They're all really great. Like, the people that come on this show generally are, are pretty great. Again, yeah. I don't really watch the show. <laughs> right. It's, it's just something. Do you, do you, um, this is to anyone out there, too. Do, did you know anything about Eurovision? <laughs> I know a very small amount about it, and it's only because of the movie that came out. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the one with uh, Will Ferrell. Yeah, so, like, the movie came out, and I was like, oh, he's in a movie called Eurovision. I bet it's, like, Blades of Glory. And then I saw, like, an internet excerpt on it, and they talked about how it was, like, is a, comp- is a competition it's a thing. It's a in, thing. in Europe. Yeah, that's, like, very famous. It's like been around American for a very long out. time. Yeah. This is a very, <laughs> a very American podcast we're I recording. I never, never heard of it. If I had to guess, it, it is why American Idol exists or something. I know, I, uh, like, Star Trek something used to be a thing. Star I, uh, Gazer or something like that. I don't fucking know. I don't remember. know. So, so from an American standpoint, and not knowing too much about Eurovision, it seems like it's a battle royale between the European countries, <laughs> but with music? Cool. And all I know is cool. the Italy one, and uh, they just, they're fucking metal as fuck, the Italy... Like, everyone cool. else had kind of, like, wholesome-ish, like, pop songs, but Italy came out with those, like, crazy metals. Like, it's still popish metal. Eurovision. <laughs> and they, I remember, I know there was, like, a scandal going on as they're, like, testing them for cocaine. <laughs> uh, I kind of want to get into Eurovision next year. Just because it seems like such a, such a ridiculous fucking concept. Because, like, could you think of, like, a Eurovision, but, like, America, like, all the states competing? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That'd be amazing. <laughs> it would be, but, it, God, it would Where be would a... we even meet? <laughs> um, where would <laughs> Where's the, fi- the summit of the uh, states? Um, America. America vision. Um, yeah. Where is America? Hawaii? It could be, like, the Super Bowl. I could travel every year. <laughs> 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 One year it's in Nashville, though. Next year it's in Detroit. Then <laughs> it's one year it's in Anchorage. <laughs> oh man, this sounds great. Why are why aren't we pitching this to someone with like millions? Of Dude, dollars? I'm Elon. Uh, they, where are you at? They must have tried it. Come on, like let's see America Vision. <laughs> it's like there's what? no way no one's tried this yet. What is? Oh wait, wait. I think I might have found something. The American Song Contest. God, that's a na- lame name. It's an upcoming United <laughs> States adaption of the Eurovision Song Contest, which will see all 50 United U.S. states, five territories. So, clearly, yeah, Puerto Rico and Guam oh, yeah. are going to be it. Dude, we're going to get smoked. Continental U.S. is about to get fucked. Yeah. In Washington, D.C., compete for the title of Best Original Song. Oh, God. The contest is scheduled for a mid-season or summer premiere in 2022. Oh, shit. This is going so to be... This is gonna be a dumpster fire, and I'm gonna be yeah. so invested. Can we in submit it. a song? I hope so. Is St. Louis the center of America? Oh my god. Um, this is a... kind of breaking my brain. We're making them. It's gonna be in a March Madness style. Hell yeah. Setting <laughs> brackets. Is there a fantasy American song competition? Dude, if we're gonna make it, okay. <laughs> We're going to make Fantasy Eurovision or Fantasy America song if contest. If I had to guess, FanDuel is already on that shit. Yeah, absolutely. If, <laughs> okay. Okay, if we're taking bets right here, I think <laughs> I think Sleeper Hit Idaho. What? <laughs> I don't think they have much else going on. They probably could write some good songs. 
They don't have much going on there. Yeah. They could just spend the next couple, or next while doing California, that. California will probably be too glitz and glammy. Um, um, <laughs> Michigan's gonna either have a weird Eminem ripoff, or like some weird Kid Rock thing going on that I'm not too pr- happy about. I'm scared that our submission will just be like an EDM track. Like, not even yeah. like a completed one, just like, boom. Yeah. Never one hit from the spuds, but I feel like. Ugh. All right. Cool. We got I that like going EDM, on. I like EDM, but I don't yeah. think it's gonna beat out a good old Texas. You know. Uh, <laughs> Devil something. Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, dude. All a right. lot of fantastic music has come out of Texas. Although yeah. a lot of fantastic music has come out of Michigan. I was gonna say, like, if we're talking music, like, like an absurd we, amount of music. We have Motown, which I will fight anyone. Best music. Out of America is Motown. Ever? Ever. I think Motown is <clears throat> the best thing to come out of American music. Simple. Um, but I mean, Motown is. None isn't... of you were expecting me to contest that. <laughs> yeah, I, I live gonna... here. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, <laughs> God, like, what? Aretha Fr- You're going to contest Aretha Franklin? <laughs> You Jackson Five, The Temptations, Marvin Gaye, The Supremes, oh, Diana man. Ross, Stevie Wonder, Smokey Robinson. You gonna contest that, huh? The Smokey Robinson. You gonna do Smokey like that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Motown wins. The Smoke Man. Well, the problem is Motown isn't that big anymore, so I don't know. I don't know what like our export of gotta music. Gotta enlighten these folks. I feel like the uh, export is they just like, me, weird uh, Ann Arbor indie music. I'm gonna just look up first. EDM song. Well, Detroit is the techno capital. That's what I was gonna say. Like, it's not EDM specifically. It's techno. Techno. Um, yeah. First techno. Uh, <laughs> it, it yeah. It's uh, it's like it's a wall electro. It's uh because we have um. Uh, God, what the hell's a okay? Festival? So when I looked up first techno song, it came up as no UFOs. Music historians sometimes credit Atkins with the first true techno song, 1985's No UFOs, along with the rest of Belleville of the Belleville Three. Yeah, he helped establish a Detroit, Detroit sound that caught on in Europe. Yeah. So you know, years later in 1985, we again were on the forefront of the music scene. With I think a lot of people don't know that, that. it's like techno. It's like a Detroit thing. Yeah, I, there's a there's a reason I went into this rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, so there, there's your Detroit history lesson for today, folks. Um, yeah. all right, so I think we would stand a really good chance. Just I saying, think we would too, in, actually. In the American thing, you know although I will say, Michigan. the territories stand an incredibly good chance as well. That is true. That is true. Um, God, that's gonna it's gonna be a. a, a disaster i'm so yep. excited for it mm-hmm. all right let's move into action movie news um and then we'll get into I can't television. wait until north and south carolina square up <laughs> in the semifinals the north dakota. and south dakota carolina versus dakota mono mono hell yeah texas versus california <laughs> is the grudge match <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh. Florida uh I'm calling Florida either wins it or is last. <laughs> I think Florida takes down more people than anyone else. Whether whether they win or lose, they're taking down more they're other just, states just knocking than people out. Else. Knocking them out left and right. They're gonna be on a fucking roll. <laughs> Hell yeah. 
I, I mean, I, I don't disagree. I don't even know what, like, Florida music. I mean, I guess, like, there's oh, just so dance much. Dance music, yeah. There's it's, so much. It's really hard to, like, t- oh, God. Like, I feel like Nashville, uh, Tennessee would have pretty strong it, contention. It, it's up there. We're, okay, we're, we could talk about this all night. Yeah, Let's we're getting move carried on. away. We're getting carried <laughs> out about this thing that might probably will happen. Probably won't. Uh, let's move on to some uh, more drama. This is probably the most drama headline we've ever covered oh, on this podcast. We're like oh, TMZ. Drama. Woo-woo-woo. Oh. Sign me up. We're like TMZ now. <laughs> um, Bam Majera um, is, has a restraining order placed against him. From the Jackass director. Drama. Drama. It's just, it's sad drama, too. Yeah. Uh, we've talked Jackass about... director is uh, um, Jeff Tremaine? Yes, correct. Um, okay. You know, so, we've talked about Jackass 4 coming out a couple times. I think the first podcast we ever recorded, we talked about Jackass 4 coming out. And uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, when I saw this headline, I already knew, like, Bam was having issues this last year. Like, he, if you've seen his Instagram and stuff, like, he is not in a good place. Um, like, threatening people and all that stuff. And kind of, like, turning against Knoxville and Jeff Tremaine and all that. Like, everyone from the original Jackass crew. Um, it just kind of sucks. It, it, it's, it's, the Jackass crew is a strange group. In the way that, like, their type of content they created and their type of media, um, you would assume, like, I don't want to make assumptions, but I'm going to right here, but, like, you would think that most of them would end up, like, bam, in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, you look at Johnny Knoxville lately, and he's been doing, like, pretty great things. Yeah. Um, I know there's some other people from the jackass crew too that have like turned around and have like done really good yeah steve-o turned his whole life around he's doing exactly. he's a busy guy these days he's got like yeah. several two two or three youtube channels he has a podcast mm-hmm. staying busy yeah absolutely um and i mean unfortunately ryan dunn passed away mm-hmm. um and it just it, it sucks that like bam is kind of in the outs with them all and is having all these issues. And it does seem like from this, from this article, at least it seems like, uh, Knoxville and Tremaine and like everyone is like done like interventions and stuff and try to get like, like, and even Steve-O has refused to stay silent. It's like tried to help bam, but he just seems to not, not, he just seems to have that. Like everyone's out to get me mentality, which I don't know. I, I, I feel like this is going to be a weird... Jackass 4 is going to be weird because of it. It I think it's going to be a very different kind of film. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we've already kind of talked about how Jackass 4 is going to be weird because they're all in their 40s and 50s now. Mm-hmm. Um, they can't get away with the same stuff they did or they would, they'll literally die. Mm. I think. I don't know if it's already filmed all the way. So if it's all the way filmed, then none of them did die. So that's good. Right. I saw that, uh, although, <laughs> on that note, Steve-O did a stunt where he was paralyzed from the waist down. Oh, actually, I did see that, so maybe I'm wrong. I... Like, they didn't die, but it's just like, Jesus Christ, like, <laughs> now you have to push it to, like, a whole fucking new level. Not yeah. only, like, is there already an, an innately, like, higher chance of injury or death because yeah. you're fucking frail... <laughs> and like getting old, like Stevo has gray hair and shit. Respect Stevo, please hit us up. I love you. You're great. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. I, you're getting up there. You know, admittedly. Right. 
And, uh, but so it's like now there's like this whole level you have to take it to. And I, I right. Right. I mean, the tagline is after 10 years, the Jackass crew is back for their final crusade. Um, Thank goodness it's the final crusade. God, hopefully. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but I wish you had tagged the 3D one like your final crusade. But also on the flip side of that, like, I know, and I'm sure you know, too. I'm sure everybody knows. Like, they have filmed so much content. Mm hmm throughout like the making of these movies they could have probably already made a, a fourth and a fifth movie. oh absolutely that's why they made a 2.5 they said in those that like yeah they're still not showing everything <laughs> yeah um, exactly so i mean i don't know i mean i'll see it yeah i'm gonna there's no watch way, it there's no way i'm not gonna see it throw I, dildos I, at my face in slow exactly, motion exactly um, I'm, Signs I'm, me up. I'm looking now too that uh, Eric Andre is supposed to be in it too, so that just makes me want cool. to see it even more. And cool. Post Malone, I don't really care about that. I, I don't harbor I feeling against Post Malone. I just he's a blind spot for me. I don't know anything about him. Yeah, I mean that doesn't exactly swing for me. You know, he's, yeah. he's all right, I guess. I like his Bud Light commercials, but I don't listen <laughs> to his music really. Yeah. Not that I have anything against it. It's just Shaquille O'Neal. It doesn't really pop up on my D and D playlist, you know. Right, exactly. Uh, Spike <laughs> Jones wrote some concepts, so that's cool. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal supposed to be in it. Okay. Um, have you seen Shaquille O'Neal's Papa John's commercial? I think so. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. He just like. Shows up to a Papa John's with like a really really shitty gray wig and a really shitty gray mustache, <laughs> and just starts Hell like, yeah. you know, asking for pizza and like, and, uh, okay, <laughs> getting a little wild with it. And the guy was like, "Yeah, I'll get your pizza." And he got his pizza, and Shaq just like took off the wig and was like, "It's me." <laughs> <laughs> and the guy oh, was God. like, "Yeah, I I knew it was you." <laughs> And that's the whole commercial. It was just, it, it was stupid funny, you know? Hell yeah. <laughs> the first time I watched it, I was cracking up. The second time I watched it, I, I didn't really watch it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, we also have uh, Wee Man's back. Hell yeah. Um, and Tony nice. Hawk's supposed to be in it. That's sweet. <laughs> cool. Cool. Um, Tony so Hawk yeah. is cool. I like Tony Hawk. Yeah. Yeah. He was in uh, a couple of the other ones. We're too. from the '90s. We uh, like Tony Hawk. That's just what yeah. It is. <laughs> so what if I owned some Tony Hawk shirts? Absolutely, I probably have some Tech Decks laying around. <laughs> I was actually uh, looking up Tech Decks on Amazon the other day. Yeah, because you know, Tech Decks rule. Sometimes I'm sitting here at my desk and I'm like, man, if I had a Tech Deck, I would be like grinding on my keyboard, Hell like yeah. practicing my kicky flippies, you know, yeah. stuff like that. I was I was seriously about to pick some up. <laughs> nice. I mean, technics rule. Um, all right, so let's move on. Uh, I guess the last thing I want to say about that is, like, uh, hopefully Bam gets the help he needs. I mean, it sounds like people yeah. are trying to get him the help, but, I mean, it's hard yeah. to talk about, like, addiction and that all kind of stuff. It just sucks. Um, so it, hopefully he gets the help he needs. Yeah, it's a tough conversation to have. So, yeah. you know, um, respect. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, you know, best wishes and all of that. Definitely. Um, all right, let's move on to the next article. Oh, Elijah... Woods lands role as villain in the Toxic Avenger. We've talked about the Toxic Avenger a bit. Um, Toxic Avenger is a trauma film from the 80s or 90s. Can't remember specifically. I think the first one came out in the 80s, which was this like gore fest, campy 
Um, superhero film about a janitor who falls in a vat of toxic waste and becomes like this crazy monster superhero creature. Um, and we have um some information about it. So we already knew that Legendary was creating it. So there's already this like um trauma was very low budget to Legendary, which definitely is not low budget. Um, Legendary Productions. <laughs> Um, but it's I I like Elijah Woods as a villain. I like him just in general. Yeah, he's played a couple things. Uh, it, it's like um, he took. I like that he took, uh, fucking the Lord of the Rings money and has just like done projects that he likes. Yeah, he's done all kinds of like really interesting things. I haven't really gotten the chance to like see as many of them as I would have liked. Yeah. But I keep seeing him pop up in these things that just seem super cool. One of them was called like, like Daddy or something like that. Yeah, Come to was, Daddy. Yeah, yeah. Which I think he was a villain in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was like was a serial spooky. killer. Yeah. Um, he was in Swiss Army Man, I think, or that was that Harry Potter. <laughs> I think that was Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's a joke that we like those two always get mixed up, but I genuinely mix those two up. <laughs> but he was in. Uh, he was in a similarly silly movie at some point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was also in that show Wilfred, which, which was ruled. just really good. It was depressing, but it ruled. Would recommend. Um, uh, what else? I'm, I'm looking I saw at some his... other cool, really, he's, really cool stuff. He's literally him. just taken on whatever the hell he wanted after he the Lord of the Rings. Sigma and Red versus Blue. That's hilarious. Yeah, he was. Um, he's been in a lot of things i'm looking at all this stuff but um yeah but i think come to daddy is the one i'm thinking of like where he played a very good villain um Mm -hmm. but like props to elijah woods and um daniel radcliffe for like and even um oh god what's his name twilight dude we robert pattinson robert pattinson Pattinson, yeah those three like took these jobs these trilogies these series did them and I don't think, like, I think maybe Elijah Woods looks back on Lord of the Rings, like, fondly. I don't know if Daniel Radcliffe looks back on Harry Potter that well. And I know Robert Pattinson hates the Twilight series. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but all three of them have been able to do, like, whatever the hell they want after that. And yeah, they've really been taking them. Yeah, they've been taking cool, cool films, uh, like, indie films. Um, and it's cool. So seeing him as... Uh, the villain, and I just, I'm now seeing that, um, the main character for the new Toxic Avenger is going to be Peter Dinklage, which is also yeah, pretty yeah, fucking cool. Well. It's that sweet. That's also Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. using your Game of Thrones to take whatever thing you want. Mm-hmm. Just cool. Peter Dinklage, man, he, uh, he really took off. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Um, I mean, yeah, the, I mean, the first time I ever saw him was in, um, Buddy... The fucking Will Ferrell Christmas movie. What the hell is the movie called? Elf. Oh, oh my god, I'm an idiot. Yeah, Elf. I watch that movie every year. Um, but yeah. So that'll be cool. I think. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of excited for the Toxic Avenger reboot now. Now that I'm seeing who's attached to it, I know I'm... I was a little hesitant because it's a trauma film being made in like with high production. But um, I don't know. I think if Elijah Woods is connected to it, that means the script is pretty good. <laughs> yes, chat, you're yelling at me. Elf, I know, I'm dumb. Um, elf! Elf! It's elf! All right, let's move on to the next thing. 
Um, we've got the Snyder cut. We've got Hell the yeah. Blade Runner final cut. Uh, now we have the Super Mario Brothers director's <laughs> cut with an with an extended twenty minutes of footage. Hell yeah! Uh yes, the Osner, shit yes, that you didn't well. know you needed. Yes. Uh, so let's talk about. Um, I also love him too. His stuff's great. We're gonna talk about Suspiria in a little bit, and I'm so excited to talk about it. The Morden um, Jankle cut. Yeah, the, the Jankle cut. <laughs> oh my god, hashtag release the shy guy cut. Um, so, <laughs> in this Super Mario Bros. movie fan release director's cut, whatever the hell they're calling it, the 20, new minute, 20 minutes of new footage. Um, oh, actually, yeah, Grumble now brought up the point. The first Toxic Avenger was raunchy as hell. Yeah, trauma films were definitely raunchy as hell, so it's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, going to the Super Mario Bros. director's cut... Um, this is the subplots that we got cut out of the film, according to IGN um, and other people who have seen this footage. Uh, the never-before-seen footage includes a subplot that was cut from the original release involving Bob Hoskins Mario and John Leguizamo's Luigi competing with a mafia-affiliated plumbing company. Other new additions include Dennis Hopper's Koopa executing a henchman by submerging him in slime and supporting characters Iggy and Spike performing a rap after the film's climax. Hell yeah. Dude, that just feels like such a 90s movie. I mean, Uh, like, it already is such a 90s movie. What am I talking about? But, like, the rap after the final climax, it just, like, feels like something that doesn't happen. Like, I feel like, what, like, Men in Black had a rap to it? Um... The yeah. Grinch. I talked about the Jim Carrey Grinch around how, uh, Christmas. That has a rap with um. Fresh what, Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, was that <laughs> Busta? No, Rhymes who had the Grinch rap. Um, but man, I'm kind of sick of directors. Well, I'm sick of the Snyder cut in specific. But I'd watch this. The, yeah. the Jekyll cut. I'd watch it. Uh, like I, I'm excited about this, but uh, why is this happening? I don't know. There's like, I, I think people just found the footage. I think that's literally what happened. I think people just found the the footage. Uh, like, hey, Zack Snyder started a fucking movement with his sad God. movie. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, the his Martin... movie was okay, but like, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. The Morton Jenkel cut can be watched in full on the Internet Archive. Hell yeah. Uh, though the team behind the restoration hopes to demonstrate the viability of an official release. I don't know. That's kind of reaching. I don't know if they're going to get Super Mario Bros. back Your in target theaters. audience spans, like, a three-year period. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I got shown this movie on, like, a VHS, and, like, one out of ten of my friends knew about it. Exactly. I, I have not even seen the whole thing. Um, it says, the Super Mario Bros. M- uh, movie archive team, which, what a team to be on, discovered oh, yeah. a VH- H- VHS tape containing an unextended rough cut. Of the film in May 2019, so this was they just found. Where? Well, how would this <laughs> yeah. happen? Tell me this story. What wait, the that, fuck? Wait, actually, I yeah. No, I want to see the film about that story. I'm just like picturing like a huge plume of dust, right, in yeah. the darkness, and then like a huge stone wall opens, and this fucking team walks in, and they're discovering this like ancient tomb that houses like 
a VHS tape? Like, I don't understand. Like, well, I think that is the film, is finding the lost God. cut of the Super Mario Bro <laughs> movie. Like, if that's the movie you want to make, that's the movie. Make that movie. That sounds great. Um, I Wasn't oh, there... Uh, wasn't there a film kind of like that about but about Star Wars? What? Oh, God. Like, found it in their garage? I found yeah, or something. It was, it was like about, like, oh, God. I don't even know how to start describing this movie. I've seen it only vaguely when I was younger. It was like a film about, like, Star Wars nerds, like, finding lost tapes. Interesting. I need. I'm typing a Star Wars nerds movie. It's not gonna give me anything. I know. Uh. I mean, I know about Star Wars kid movies. Indiana Jones and the Lost VHS Mario. (laughs) (laughs) About nerds finding pop culture. That's a weird way to label that. Nerds. Ouch. Yeah. That's us. We're trying that to find is. that right now. That is. Finding, quote-unquote, the lost tapes. That's probably a terrible Google search. Oh, shit. Okay. I feel like this is a terrible Google search. I have no idea what I'm looking at. I don't care anymore. Um. Yeah, uh, yeah. Osner, I feel like there's been a few movies that have plots adjacent to that idea. Yeah, I definitely. I just can't. There's one in specific I can't remember. Um, Crumble says that implies that there's an Indiana Jones warehouse of movies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, so that's interesting. Um, yeah. Anything else to say about that before we move on? I don't think so. I want to see the Mario and Luigi video scene. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. I think we should watch this movie. I think we should, too. Together at a sleepover. Why did you do this to this page? You messed it all up. I know, I did mess it up. And you're not wrong, Osner. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's move on. I'm going to post this link into uh, my chat um, for this trailer that I sent Shane to watch. Did you watch it, Shane? No, no. Was I all supposed right, to? Well, when yeah, did you send yeah. It? I it's been on the list for like four days, or <laughs> whenever I made the list, Whoa. which has not been four days. Um, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's on the well, been on the send list. Send it to me in Discord. I'm just oh saying. God. Okay, let's see. When, when did I send this to you? <laughs> the sixth. <laughs> You've had two days. Um. So this trailer, which I just posted in my chat, is oh god, what's the actual name of this film? Because it is very. The Deep House. So it is a Let's French film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a French film. Um, I don't know if it's a short film or a full-length film, but it is called The Deep House, and I think it has one of the more interesting... Are we all watching it separately? Yeah, I unfortunately cannot play it on stream because uh, the music involved. But um, it is a film about a haunted house that is underwater. That scuba divers are and divers are getting into, and I think that is such a cool idea. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, in the trailer, it's kind of also found footage. We see, um, that the the main characters, it seems like a couple, um, are like going to this lake in I think either Germany or France, and they're like, oh, if we once we get this footage of this house, 
underwater we'll have millions of views and then like we'll go to vegas and get married that's like the plot and um it's kind of spooky because they dive into this lake and there's like all the superstitions be like oh no one knows about this lake it's not on the map and there's no house and they like dive in and they're exploring the house underwater and then like spooky ghost things happen um, and that sounds so cool for a horror film. Like, I'm going to see this immediately when it comes out. Yeah. It's like, it's like hitting that, like, strange, like, not strange, but, like, the people's fear of water and stuff in the closet. Yeah, I don't like it. water that much. And then, like, the fear of haunted houses, which is so cool. Yeah, like, there's definitely places like this in the world, too. Like, in Italy mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, which, like, I never thought of that. Like, going through, like, ruins... Um. <laughs> so you said they're going here to get like YouTube views? Yeah. Exactly. Okay, that is a totally like reasonable plot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is pretty cool. Like I, I was asking myself, like, did he mention why are they doing this? Then I asked myself why are they doing this, and then I just yeah. asked you that. It's, yeah, so. it's, it's so the good views. That's <laughs> a pretty decent, you know plot line i think it's interesting i think it's cool i think it also i like found footage i really like found footage horror um it's mm-hmm. so simple to make it's so cheap to make but you can get some really interesting ideas out of it and i think this is one of them hosner says the premise that no one knows about it or that it isn't on a map though doesn't hold water for me get it <laughs> <laughs> yes the blasphobia grumble um i don't know i think it looks really cool i i'm glad it popped up on my um feed of things uh, because it is an indie film um okay. there's there's a shot towards the end of it where it's like the camera's turned around and it's just like because you know like the cameras underwater have like this very specific spotlight that is like very small mm-hmm. it's just like the person's face freaking out with the scuba gear on and everything else is darkness because it's underwater and it is actually genuinely terrifying mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah not a fan of water like that so much and uh i don't know i think i think it'll be interesting hopefully those people are okay yeah, hopefully they're okay uh, we'll have to watch the film to find out uh, yeah hopefully they make it out alive that's the reason found footage movies are so easy to make you know yeah these are real it's like hey go look at that house underwater and people are like all right i need youtube views everyone so, knows the blair witch was real yeah if um if you're curious just ask the survivor <laughs> You can't. Um. So yeah. Uh, Sounds I, like I, a stuck in a shark cage movie. It does kind of. That's kind of what I was thinking yeah. too. Uh. It's 90, 97, 94. A lot of meters down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Which that I, movie was cool. Uh, I, 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 I love those type. I, I just. That's the reason why I like horror films is you can do these really, um, creative ideas. You can film mm-hmm. them for cheap, which is always a plus. I don't think uh-huh. that was a found footage though. No, but it's like it's probably was like a what a one one shot type of film like you. Yeah, I mean cage. it didn't go far. It, it definitely felt very uh, isolated. Yeah, sequestered. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So there was that sunken haunted house movie. Um, called I called the Deep House. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks really good. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about was another trailer, but I'm. I watched it again. It doesn't seem that great. Um, it's a new Inception style film called Reminiscence. Um, it has um, 
Wolverine in it. Fuck, what's his name? Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman in it. It looks the like Wolverine. It, it, yeah, it looks like kind of like a knockoff of like Inception style, like Philip K. Dick sci-fi. Like you have to look back at your mem- past memories to find out okay. what happened to your wife. I don't know. It could. I feel okay. like though that time that kind of movie could either go really bad or really good. Um, I'll post it in chat if anyone's interested in it. I don't really want to talk about it too much. Um, Trap on the claws or bust. What? Bring Wolverine to the MCU. Hashtag. Oh. <laughs> forward slash dot com. Um, Nothing. That's just, uh, it's... Hugh Jackman's great and everything, and he's had some fantastic films that weren't Wolverine. It's yeah. just, uh, I would like to see him as Wolverine in the MCU. For sure. For sure. Um... Yeah, so that movie. There's even a thing in this where he looks like he's about to become Wolverine. I know, right? Like, it's just, <laughs> like he's getting injected right now. Uh, this is I, hilarious. Uh, I don't have audio, so this is very good for me. <laughs> oh, he's saying words. He is. Well, there was water and stuff. Right, Ooh. which is like totally out of Inception. It kind of feels like uh, the Philip K. Dick Blade Runner, but like not the film. Um, in the book, it's about a war that happened. Um, okay, it looks. Like it uh, it is from pretty. the creator of Westworld. Yeah, w- yeah, one of the writers. One of the writers of Westworld. I don't know. I think it has potential to be good, but it probably isn't going to be. I like the aesthetics, though. Yeah. Um. Hmm. So reminiscence. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just distracted. Carry on. No, we, no, no. We don't, we don't have to talk I, about this. That's all. Uh, yeah. There's the. Uh, it came up. Looks interesting. Um. Next thing we move on is we have some Borderland photos. Um. Some set photos that we finally got the Borderlands movie that is coming out. Sometime. Um, I you just click that link. It's not working. But if you, uh, oh. if you go, if you type in Borderlands set photos, you can find them. Oh, I didn't know. It just opened for me. Um, it it it, it does not. It's it's not that big of a reveal, but um. Yeah, I mean. It like okay, so. I'm not uh... I, I I kind of is telling that like they're going for the more like. Uh, cell shading look. I mean, we only have a silhouette, but like the hair, <laughs> the hair and the outfit, like, is um, Borderlands. Is it this long haired man with tattoos and a mug? Oh, no. Here, I, I, I'll send you the picture that I'm talking about. I, I guess I could just click the link. You said it's working. Yeah, it worked for me. It just, didn't I, work. Well, <laughs> it worked. Just give it a second. I also sent you it on Discord. Um, okay. I don't know. I mean, this Borderlands Ooh. is kind of an enigma for me. I don't know if it'll be good. I don't know if it'll be bad. I, I don't know. It, it seems like a strange movie to make. I mean, a strange game to make into a movie. Um, because I feel like the story of Borderlands wasn't the thing that compelled me in Borderlands. You know, it was like yeah. the gameplay. Yeah, it, shooting stuff with my friends and leveling up and whatnot. The story yeah. was okay. Like, it's like go find a vault. It's like okay. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't wasn't like the worst story I'd ever played, but I always liked the DLCs more. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like Tina's uh, 
fortress mm-hmm. and stuff. Like the D&D story that they had, and there was a bunch of cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I agree. Big game so, hunting. So, I don't know. I, uh, what, I, I, I genuinely don't know how this movie's gonna go. Um, I think it's probably gonna be strange. Like most game movies, like, it's probably gonna be strange. Yeah, 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 strange. Uh, like, we were talking about that recently, how, like, a couple of them have really nailed it recently. I don't know if this is gonna be one of those. Yeah, Grumble, you're correct. The dialogue and characters made Borderlands. Um, which, uh, which you can make films about round characters. Like you can make a lot of like a lot of good films are based around character. But like, what the hell is the story going to be? Like, I just don't know. Like, go get the vault. Go get the vault. <laughs> go do it. Go just go get the vault. I or are they know. just gonna do the the same story from like the games? I don't know. I think the second game story was more compelling because it was like go kill jack yeah yeah i wonder it was if like all revengey and shit is, let's see has jack been cast i know jack black's in it but he is claptrap nice and like kevin hart is in it like it has a good cast um it has uh hayley bennett uh gina gershon kate blanchett i mean i love kate blanchett uh jack black jamie lee curtis um, Kevin Hart. Like it's a good cast. I just don't. Kate Blanchett's. I think will make a cool Lilith. Yeah, I I agree. Um, and who's the director? The director is Eli Roth. Let me say, I think she will look cool. You know, yeah. there's always the chance that she will be written like shit. But I mean, Kate Blanchett's just got like a. You know, she Eli already kind of has that. Such look. a strange director for this too. I mean, yeah, I, I always not. think of Hostile. Yeah, Hostile is like what people think of. Uh, Death mm-hmm. Wish. Um, he had a fake trailer segment in Grindhouse. That's all the notable things he's made. Um, yeah. So, like, he's a horror director. Like, what? It'd be interesting. Yeah. I, uh, I I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna put a big I don't know on this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What else is he doing? We're talking about my daddy Eli Roth. We are. We're talking about how he's making the new Borderlands film. I just don't. It's gonna be interesting. Um, the Green Inferno. Okay, wait. Unlock actually, is, is the this is the the synopsis? A uh, feature film based on a popular video game sent on the abandoned. Fictional planet of Pandora, where people search for a mysterious relic. I don't think that's a synopsis. I think I just read what. I think it can make is. a neat horror vibe, though. Because I mean, the game yeah. is meant to be a certain way, but I mean, like in reality, it'd probably be pretty scary. Like if that were me. Right. Right. I'd You're be not scared. wrong. Um. Oh, they have. I'm not watching. <laughs> I need to see a trailer. I need to see a trailer before I say anything. I think. I, I think I need to see a trailer. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, and honestly, I'm kind of excited to see a trailer. This is one of those movies where it's like, if I see the trailer and I think it's kind of, eh, I might not, I might not even bother. Like, I still right. haven't seen the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Right, same. 
because like the original version put a bad taste in my mouth, and then I saw the remake and of the character design and everything, and I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I just I, I don't jive, I guess. I've never yeah. seen Detective Pikachu either, but I heard that was good. Right. I mean, yeah, it's just video game movies are always a flip of the coin. Um, you're either Silent Hill or you're Doom. Wait, those are both good movies. Doom is weird. Okay, you're right. You're either Silent <laughs> Hill or Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I can agree with that. Man said, I like Detective Pikachu. Okay. I mean, you're not the only person I've heard say that. I've heard a I've lot heard of people, people say yeah, that. I've heard people good. like it. Um, um, It's just like a weird style for me. I don't know. When it comes to like a CGI <laughs> anapomorphic thing from my past, it's almost yeah. kind of like weird. Yeah. Uh, Osner. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about this real quick. This is kind of an insert um, before we talk about the next movie. Uh, I We, we just got a bunch of uh, Cowboy Bebop stuff today. Like the live nice. action, um, John Chow actually looks pretty good as Spike. Okay. And the fucking uh, original composer for the anime is back, which is okay. What makes Cowboy Bebop so good is the music. So I also very feel very conflicted about that. I like live action anime is like never really that good, but like if Cowboy Bebop's composer is here for it, like. I'm in so uh it's gonna, yeah. it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be Did weird. Did you watch the Dragon Ball live action? <laughs> yes, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, me too. That was uh, dog shit. Uh Ryan Reynolds carried, I believe that. It's my man's right there. Meant more. Right? Just I kidding. Like, I have yeah. no vested interest in that. <laughs> but I do like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, so three hours ago, uh Cowboy Bebop composer Yoko Kano the score live action Netflix series. And I know everyone's freaking out about that. And I'm like, listen, I'm freaking out about that too, because God, I, I, that's one of the few television shows where like, I just listen to the soundtrack weekly. Nice. I've heard it's a lot so of good, good things. I've, I've listened <laughs> to the soundtrack <laughs> because of you. Um, but yeah, I've never, never seen it. We're, we're going to have to do episode one of Cowboy Bebop one of these days. Okay. Um, would you ever watch like a Furby's movie? I mean, depends. Is it a, like give me give me context to the Furbies movie? Like, is it like Detective Furby? Is it a horror film? Like, okay, you know, like how I they don't did. No. Did you ever see? Uh, I, well, Adventures it, of a Furby. No, this like, doesn't sound weird. A year or two ago, like the Banana Splits. Are you familiar with the Banana Splits? No. It was like a. I mean, I am familiar with banana splits, uh, right. but not the banana splits. The banana splits was like this an American uh, kids television show with like a bunch of like uh, animal people in animal costumes. Um, tra la la, tra la la. That's like the theme theme song. Um, but anyway, they did a horror film of banana splits like a year or two ago, where it's just they murdered a bunch of people. Whoa. Which like the banana splits was like a kids friendly show um cool. so it was it was, i i i don't know if it was a furby i feel like a furby is horror film and like the style of child's play would be kind of fun <laughs> yeah i mean i i honestly hadn't thought that much about it I, it's just like we were talking about things from my past that would make weird things in a movie and i remembered owning a furby like would you watch a tamagotchi movie Probably not, but I'd probably watch a Furby one because, as Osler said, uh, terrified of Furbies as a kid. I also was terrified of Furbies They're as a kid. They're fucking weird. They are fucking weird. 
Like, I don't want random furry ball thing to talk to me. Right. They look like my boss when they're when he's pissed off. <laughs> like, ah. no, I'm just kidding. Oh my god. Um. All right. Let's talk about another very strange thing that's coming out that we just got confirmation of. Um. Yesterday, uh, Rob Zombie is making a new film. Okay. Rob Zombie's next film is The Monsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm that's, in. That's, that's weird. I mean, it, I'm in. Like, Rob Zombie... It's okay. So Rob Zombie does this thing where all his films are about psycho hillbillies. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, Rob yeah, Zombie's so films far. are all about, like, people who are bad people. Like, just horrible people. The monsters are, like, a very wholesome family. But, like, Rob Zombie also, like, if you read this uh, article from Bloody, BloodyDisgusting.com, which is a good... I, I like Bloody Disgusting for their articles. Um, They're good good horror news. Um, Rob Zombie loves... <coughs> loves the monsters. Uh-huh. He sounds I mean, hype. I think there's a line in Dragula that, like, references the monsters. <laughs> um, It's just... It's gonna be weird. I, I can't think of... Rob Zombie making like a PG thirteen film. That this is gonna be PG thirteen. Well, I feel like you have to do the monsters as like, right? As like PG thirteen. Like, I don't know if people. You just want... told me that they turned a children's show into a horror film. That is true, but like I, murder. That is true, but I I don't know. I feel like it would be I, the monsters are like so. We're like the whole thing about the monsters is like. It was around the same time as the Adams family, which is like this like weird nuclear family thing going on, and the monsters were supposed to be like the creepy goth family, but they were like the most well put together family on the block. Just like yeah, the Adams yeah. family, they like kind of played that like like that was the trope they went for. It's a trope I love. I love that the spooky people are always the best people. Um, I he could do an a rated R version of it. It would make it really gory, which would be very interesting. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's 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 a combination that makes sense in my head, but it's also <laughs> like you look at Rob Zombie's films he's known for, and it's The Devil's Rejects, Halloween, mm-hmm. Grindhouse, and The Lords of Salem. Yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, definitely curious. It's it's pretty interesting to me, actually. It is, and I mean, also rock star. Rob Zombie's a rock star. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I feel like this will. If Alice Cooper directed films, like I feel like this would be up his alley. Um, I don't know why, but um, the real question is, who is uh, who is go- Rob Zombie's wife going to play? I think it says. Is it going to be uh uh Elvira? Elvira. Uh, Sherry Moon Zombie and Jeff Daniel Phil will be playing Lily and Herman Munster. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think she'll do well. Yeah. I I honestly like Sherry Moon Zombie very, very much. Yeah. I mean, she's, I... She always, like, just steals the show. I'm not always up for a Rob Zombie film, but, like, I'm not gonna lie, like, I do like his films. Like, mm-hmm. you have to, like they're good at October films. Like, I don't like his Halloween. I thought his Halloween was weird. Um, it is weird. It just it felt like I, I I like the new I like the newer remake of Halloween better than his remake of the yes. Halloween. But like House of a Thousand Corpses is pretty 
Oh, classic. Pretty, pretty cl- yeah, classic. classic. And I love the Devil's Rejects. Three from yeah. Hell was kind of meh. Yeah. They should have just not, probably. Yeah, yeah. He uh, wrote for Grindhouse. This is Eli Roth also wrote for Grindhouse. And Edgar Wright also wrote for Grindhouse, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. We're going to... Wait. I wonder... No, wait. So many people wrote for... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... It's, it's we're gonna have to do Grand House one of these days because like a lot of people we've talked about have done trailers for Grand House like Edgar Wright did uh, a fake trailer, uh, Eli Roth, um, Robert Rodriguez, huh. um, yeah, nice. Kurt, Kurt Russell's in it. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's cool. That's interesting news. Um, and then the last part of the movie is before we move on to television is uh. We're getting an Evil Dead remake. This was something that did come up a couple weeks ago that I we did not talk about. Thank you for bringing it up again, Shane. Mm-hmm. Um, Considering I just rewatched all of Evil Dead content that exists. You're not wrong, Austin. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So we know that Bruce Campbell is not going to be in it and Sam Raimi is not directing. Yeah. But they're both executive producers. So they're still both involved. Um. Yes. And it's going to be on HBO Max, and it seems like it's taking place in a city, which is interesting. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this. Yeah, I really don't know. I feel know like that's been like my response it. to a lot of things tonight. Uh huh. <laughs> Just, it's, we're, we're, these are like all like in like Caterpillar, the Caterpillar stage. Yeah, we're not seeing too much about them, we just know that they exist. Um, and that we don't know what kind of butterfly they're going to turn into yet. Yeah, sounds like he was endorsed well by Raimi and Campbell. Ooh, who's directing it? Um, his name is Cronin, Cronin, Ed Cronin, Lee Cronin. Yeah, let's see. I don't. I'm not familiar with that name. Um. He's directed nothing I'm familiar with. Um, which might be good, because, I mean, if you look at uh, Evil Dead, it is, like, an independent horror film. That is what it is. Evil Dead was literally Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell getting together, driving down to Tennessee from Michigan, and making the Evil Dead in, like, a summer. (laughs) So, like, it's kind of cool, actually, that they are giving, like, um... Someone who isn't well known to make Evil Dead for. I kind of I do appreciate that. And it looks yeah, like I think it could be cool. He's had stuff premiere at Sundance, so that says something about him. Um, like that's good. If you have something at Sundance, like you're probably a good director. I know, like there's been stuff at some stuff at Sundance which isn't that great, but like props to him. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm sad that Ash vs. Evil Dead got canceled, but I'm excited that there's a new piece of media, but I'm also nervous that it will be... Yeah, I think I would be more nervous if uh, Campbell and Raimi weren't attached to it as, like, producers. Like, that still means they're going to have some say in it. Um, Yeah, it's some kind of passion project in that way. Yeah, so, I mean, we don't know how much control they'll have of it, but, like, if I'm the director of Evil Dead 4 and Sam Raimi's the producer, I'm going to try to make that movie as fucking good as I can. Who are the girls? 
Lily Sullivan. It's called Evil Dead Rise, by the way, too. Yeah. Which I, I'm not a big. Lily Sullivan. I, I have to I have to look these people up because the poster looks like we really don't have too much of it. Is Alyssa Sutherland like daughter of Keith Sutherland? Interesting question. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm looking her up right now, though. She was in Vikings. Because in the um, also in the poster movie. that there is, it looks like the chick from the end of from the third season of Evil Dead, but I don't think mm. it is. But it does look like her. Yeah, a lot. And she was his daughter in. I mean, that'd be cool. Uh, So we got a synopsis for it, too, or the storyline. I don't know how true this is because IMDb, you can be kind of edited by anyone. Um, The Deadites return, at this time with a female heroine, in an urban setting as the Necronomicon unleashes its terror on a sky-rise building in the city. Um, The heroine will be focused on trying to save her family while navigating the dead-infested skyscraper. That does sound kind of, like, interesting for an Evil Dead film. It seems very, like... It's like the opposite of Cabin in the Woods, the Cabin in the Woods story of Evil Dead. Um, right. And I mean, it doesn't sound like it's like Army of Darkness either. <laughs> yeah, the skyscraper it's gets teleported back in time somehow. Really doesn't sound like it's following any sort of continuity with the other stuff. Only other than there's the Deadites and the Necronomicon. Mm-hmm. Which, um, I mean, that might be a cool twist, a cool modern twist on Evil Dead, because, like, the Necronomicon... Is probably is not going to stay in the woods forever. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's just like a total rebranding, right? Like, this yeah. is just like the first of many things with a yeah. new quote-unquote ash. Maybe that's why they're calling it Rise, is not instead of right. 4. Yeah. But it's also not a remake, so it's still going to probably follow 1, 2, and 3. Um, yeah, I'm curious how they'll do that. That's actually interesting, because that means it's not a sequel to the Evil Dead remake we got in the last 10 years, or last 15 years, I can't remember when that came out. Yeah, definitely not that. But it's but going this... off the actual, like, Evil Dead timeline, which I'm more interested in the actual Evil Dead timeline than the Well, that's remake. what I'm saying, like, I'm not sure that it is, because... They're the... calling it Evil Dead 4, though. Unless, is Evil Dead 3 the remake? Well, it'd be Army of, the De- or Army of Darkness would have been the remake. But the show, or no, I'm sorry, Army of Darkness would have been the third one. So, okay, okay, go ahead, sorry, go ahead. But, like, there's so much about this universe that doesn't make any sense, right? Right. So you have the first Evil Dead movie, and then you had the Evil Dead 2, which was, like, different, but the same. It's like they kind of don't acknowledge the first movie. And there's characters well, returning that died in the first movie, and, and like Bruce Campbell's there, yeah. There, he's there in the first one too, but like they they also change That's a lot true. of stuff. Like he comes into the second one like under the assumption that he doesn't know what the Necronomicon is, and then he finds it again, and the way he talks about it is like it's the first time he's ever done this before. You're right. It's just, been a bit since I've seen the second one, but you're totally yeah. right. They just don't even acknowledge the existence of the first movie. And then from there, they go right into Army of Darkness, like, as a direct follow-up to the second movie. Yeah. Then the next Evil Dead material that came out was, like, Ash versus Evil Dead 30 years later, which yeah, keeps things equally murky And then there's the remake. 
there's the which has like nothing to do with anything i don't think yeah uh let's see uh there's this article asking is it a reboot or sequel See, I don't know if this is actually give me. Uh, in May, Variety confirmed its sequel status, reporting, uh, the next chapter in this saga builds off the original trilogy rather than the 2013 reboot and moves the action out of the woods and into the city. Okay. So that's what I'm saying is like if it's off the original trilogy. So, let's say that it continues that it's like. Either it continues the timeline of Ash vs. Evil Dead, which ended in, like, a weird way that I don't think yeah. you could really work off of unless you just continued the show. Or we go off the assumption that when Ash came back from the past in Army of Darkness, he lost, or in his case, stupidly misplaced, the, ne the Necronomicon. Which is something he would do. Right. And then... It ended up in some high-rise building, which also leads me to believe that this could be happening. This could be like set in anywhere between like the '80s and now. Yeah, I or don't anywhere know. between yeah. the '80s and when Ash from Ash vs. the Evil Dead reacquired the Necronomicon. Although that show operates under the assumption that he always had it, so like I have no fucking idea what. Yeah, how maybe this they is might just work. ignore the show. I don't know. It, we, yeah, we really won't that's know possible. Until more comes too. out. Just um, focus more on like the movie aspect and of the things. actual trilogy. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Um, all right. Well, that's all the movie news. Let's talk about some television stuff uh, real quick. We only got a small things. Uh, have you seen? I know you hadn't seen Inside last night. Uh, have you seen it since then? No. Okay. Uh, all I want to say about that is I totally think uh, Bo Burnham's Inside is genius. Uh, 10 out of 10 for me. Um, it is a great special, uh, but even better film. Uh, I don't want to give my opinion on it because my opinion doesn't really matter. If it go watch it for yourself, that's all I want to say about it. Form um, your own opinions. Yeah, I mean, as uh, Bo says in it, "Shut the fuck up." Can anyone just shut the fuck up? So, <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, gonna watch that. I'm excited. It's 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 really good. It's really depressing, but it's really good. Uh, right on my alley. Yeah, absolutely. I, I I genuinely believe that it is like it, you could play inside at like a film festival and it would fit in perfectly at like any film festival um uh next one let's move on to uh jupiter's legacy do you know anything about this show kinda i watched the first episode oh did you i haven't seen i haven't watched any of it i've just seen the screenshots and it looks like a weird sky high quality show which sky high, like the on netflix as streamer explores other miller ward projects i don't understand so it was canceled after the first season. I know Jupiter's Legacy was kind of like the response to like the boys. And okay. Like all like the darker like Watchmen, like darker versions of like superheroes. Um, which yeah. We're a lot lately. Like we have Invincible also, but everything I've seen about it is it sucks. And um, it is it is it is it's been canceled after a season. You um, heard it sucks. I've heard it is not good. Uh, yeah, um, I watched the first episode, like, two weeks ago, so. Okay, what 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 are your thoughts on it? I was gonna say, I thought that was gonna be a pretty telling statement. Fair enough. <laughs> um, it just, it's, 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 it feels like it's weird. I wanted to talk about it because it is, like, Netflix, first of all, being kind of late to the whole, like, wanting to create the whole, like, dark superhero 
style thing, which Invincible is doing. Um, but like Invincible also has better quality. Um, and like also like seems like it's their response response to the boys. But like just looking at the set design and the costumes and the lighting, it just looks so shitty. Like I feel like I've seen better looking things from CW shows. Yeah, it had a weird feel. All yeah. the way through, like the way it's shot feels really weird, but like the CGI and stuff was okay. Like it felt high tier, but the shots were all weird, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, like a 300 type of situation, except bad. Absolutely. I, I, okay, I get, I get what you mean. That. Very um, glowy and like yeah. just shiny and slow motion y, but it didn't look good. Like 300 had like a nice look to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which, I don't which know. Which, it kind of begs the question, so... This is going to be, like, a kind of a weird tan- a tangent I'm going to go on? Maybe not. Um, So, this is kind of like... T- like Time is a flat circle. I just finished True Detective <laughs> Season 1. Um, But, like, so... Um, Alan Moore wrote well, The Watchmen in the 80s to respond to superhero <laughs> comics before then. Um... We now are getting films doing comics from that timeline, like that area era too, like The Boys and Invincible, kind of as a response to Marvel films. Yeah, true. So, like, we're getting the film versions of Watchmen going against Marvel films now, which feels very yeah, yeah. flat, t- time is a flat circle thing, which, I mean, there's going to be critiques of Marvel films, which there should be, but now, like, Jupiter's Legacy just felt so out of place. Like, I, like The Boys and the Invincible, mm-hmm. I feel like, are in a good spot because they're actually good pieces of media. Like they yeah, actually have a decent it. amount of stuff to say. They have good quality behind them, good artists backing them. And like, I don't know from everything I've seen about Jupiter's legacy. It just seemed like this weird, like trying to be edgy superhero it, thing without any heart to it. Any, yeah. any good critique of it. It felt like the, they were trying to make a live action invincible. Right. But not good. Like, because right. that's basically what it is, right? You have a superhero and his kid, and his kid is like trying to be a superhero too. Yeah. And some crazy shit happens. But like, I don't really know what. I'm probably not going to watch any more of it. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Um, so it's canceled. One season. We talked oh. about that kind of at the beginning, how like things get canceled often. That's been canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, I just know there's been like a lot of talk about it lately, so I kind of want to talk about that. Um, so let's talk about the last thing about of television I wanted to talk about before we cover Suspiria, um, which is talking about the boys season three. We have the first look at Soldier Boy, Jensen Ackles, Supernatural. We talked about Supernatural earlier too. Um, so uh, for those who don't know, Soldier Boy is kind of I think the equivalent of Captain America in the boys. He um, looks he was, like him. Yeah, he's like a soldier from World War Two who had was juiced up with compound v um well i mean everyone in that show is juicing (laughs) you're right spoilers jensen mackles was batman wait what yep Yep. when and what batman the long halloween part one oh hell yeah that that animated Mm mm-hmm and i think he's voiced him before several times i know he was uh i think he was the one from oh my gosh i can't remember Batman under the Red Hood. He was oh, okay. Jason Todd and Red Hood. I, I could see him making a good, doing a good Batman voice. 
He's been in some other animated shit that I've seen that was really good. He was in Days yeah. of Our Lives. Hello. I mean that makes sense. Supernatural kind of feels like feels like a soap opera at times. Yeah, yeah, yep. Um. <laughs> so I'm very interested in seeing like Soldier Boy popping up in this new season. I'm excited to see their take on uh. Captain America specifically, like we kind of, I, I, we talked about this when, uh, with uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. I know Falcon and Winter Soldier, but then it changed. Um, with this whole idea of a U.S. agent kind of being like the foil to like Captain America, like Captain America is like good old boy. We're number one. We're gonna fight all the bad guys, and I feel like the boys is gonna put like a bigger spin on the like masculinity and like military feel of like actual America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we could get some like interesting commentary, which the boys has been surprisingly good at, with their social commentary. So I'm excited to see um, soldier boy come into this. And I think the costume looks pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. He looks high. Yeah. I think he's going to do a good job too. Like he, I think so. He, I think he's pretty talented. Yeah, I don't know what else he, like, what has he done after, since Supernatural? When did, when did Supernatural oh. end? It was, like, last year, right? 2020. Okay, so, like, he's, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was in My Bloody Valentine 3D. He was in yep. Buddy Games, Kings of Khan, the Hill, the Hillywood Show. Do you not know any of these? I know, uh, I've seen them, oh, My no, Bloody those Valentine. Were both, those were both, like, shows and Buddy Uh-oh. Games uh, movie, probably. I think, yeah, I think that's Tron Evolution, Battle Grids, I mean, the I, video game. I surprisingly <laughs> like My Bloody Valentine 3D. <laughs> yeah, uh, I never yeah. saw that. It's good. It's a, it's a pretty decent campy horror. Slash Directed an episode of Supernatural, I guess. Um, yeah, so that's really all I got to talk about TV. If there's anyone in chat who has any TV news they want to talk about, throw it out now. Um, and if not, we're about to talk about Suspiria. 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 Yeah, you're doing it better than I am. But... <laughs> For anyone that hasn't watched the trailer, just yeah, go watch it right it. now. I just posted it. in chat. Oh, uh, can we watch it together? Is that a thing we can do in chat? Oh, um, I might just play. No, it has probably goblin music. Yeah. I know. I look in trouble. Does it have Goblin who sing it? Yeah, it does. Uh, Anyway, watch the trailer. Wait, this is like the new one, I think. Yeah, you have to look at the 1971 We don't want that. We want the old one. Suspiria. Damn, that looked gruesome. Holy shit. So I actually, yeah, I actually really liked this movie a lot. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So much so that I was, I'm going to continue to watch more Italian and horror. learn stuff about it. Well, I want to watch the new the remake. I want to watch the remake too. It's on my list of things I want to watch. Um, and if I could read Italian and there was a book, I would read the book. Uh, I'm gonna mute my desktop to make sure I'm posting the right link. Hold on. I have not seen the remake yet. No, this was actually my first time seeing Suspiria. Um, I I like Italian horror, but I like. I don't. I just have never been, got around to seeing Suspiria, so this is my first time, and I absolutely loved it. The Giallo. Um, there we go. But it's really made me want to watch the remake. 
um, because yeah. uh, I we're, we'll talk about it. We'll talk. Well, I'll talk about it right now. So yeah, let's week, get right to it. This let's week dig in. we watched the 1977 uh, Dario Argento, Argento. I hope I said that right. I probably didn't. Um, Suspiria, the Italian horror masterpiece, the Gallio. The, it just it's oh, it's everything you want in Italian horror. The, the colors, the music, the acting, the surrealism. Um, I did say it right. Nice. Jello is like Jello, but oh, I did not know that. Um, immediately I'll say that uh, this movie reminded me of a movie trailer that you forced me to watch recently. Is it Roar? No. Oh, was that <laughs> I- last night in Soho? Yeah. That is why we watched Suspiria this week, is because I think Edgar Wright is definitely going for a Suspiria vibes with Leslie and Soho. It feels like it. Like, everything I was seeing throughout this movie, I was just like, man, this is eerily familiar to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let me let me do quick the storyline of what happens with Suspiria. This is just the base, base, um, base of what happens, and then we'll dive into the movie a little bit more, talk about it. Um, an American newcomer to a prestigious German ballet academy comes to realize that the city is a front for something sinister amid a series of grisly murders. Um, simple storyline. So just to be so clear, good. yeah, this is an Italian horror film about an American woman that goes to Germany. Exactly. Good. I'm glad that we're uh, we're on the same yes, page. Yes. Yes. Exactly. This was um like cultural think- masterpiece. Like, it's there's a so lot good. going on. They kind of nailed it. really like, is. So, the little things. So, the first thing I want to talk about is uh, my favorite part of Italian horror. Uh, the, the dubbing is pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> the dubbing. Um, is the color choice and the style, the style of Italian horror. Um, the surrealist feel to it. I mean, the first kill we get is so beautifully shot. Um, it also feels very dreamlike. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, the whole movie kind of yeah feels like a dream it does and i think that's that's something very you can find in italian horror which again we're talking about this movie this week suspiria is because last week we got the first trailer for last night in soho which is edgar wright's new horror film coming out and it feels like it's pulling a lot from italian horror um and i mean suspiria like uh, this was my first time seeing this film um I have always been someone who's watched more of Mario Bava's films. That was kind of my intro into Italian horror, um, like Black Sunday, Blood and Black Lace, Black Sabbath. I mean, those names alone made me want to watch it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that is a good call. That um, Giallo's, I hopefully I said that, G- Giallo, Giallo, I'm going to say it, Mario Bava rules. Um, it kind of is like telenovelas, kind of soap opera-y. Um, it, it felt very, like, dreamlike, though, and it just, it's so dramatic. It is so dramatic. Um, yeah. It's over the top. Everything's done with, like, total intention, too. Yeah. Like, uh, the, it feels like everyone's trying to be really over the top. Right. I mean, I can't think of a better place to have, like, a horror film set in, other than, like, a ballet academy because everyone is, everything's already so dramatic and artful mm-hmm. and over the and top. And stressful and painful. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, I mean, okay. I'm trying to think, figure out, like, so, first of all, welcome to Ruining Movies, if you're new here. Uh, what we do in this part of the show is we talk about the movie of the week. We discuss it. We break down what makes 
the movie like what is the heart and soul of this movie so when we remake it which there's a poll in our discord you guys vote on how we remake it in a different genre and we make it a prequel sequel or remake um we find the heart of what this film is what makes suspiria suspiria and i think the first i think the first the most important part of suspiria is its style its set design its cinematography um its soundtrack because it is so beautifully shot and so compelling what is on screen. Even the blood is so bright red and vivid that it feels so strange. Yeah. Almost fake. Yeah. It, and it, not that's... like movie fake. I mean, I, I don't know how to like express what I'm saying. I it, think. It's very theatric. <laughs> very th- like, it feels like theater. In a sense, like, yeah. you know, when you go see a play or anything like that, like, you're not getting realistic blood. You're getting, like, the streamers popping out. And it's mm-hmm. very over the top because that's how you have to um, show a larger audience is you have to emphasize these things. And, like, the blood looks like you just took, like, the reddest dye you could find and mm-hmm. poured it on it. Um, There were... I'm trying to find out. There was some type of... There was a way that this Suspiria was shot that's very interesting. I'm trying to find it. I th- like the way that it was shot. If I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to remember this from the article that I can't find right now. Is when you are filming color, you kind of film in layers. So there's a red layer, there's a blue layer, there's a yellow layer, green layer, blah blah blah. Luigi Biv, all that fun stuff. Um, th- he layered it in a very interesting way so the colors would pop more. Okay. Yeah, it's not even blood red. It's candy red. Exactly. It's v- so bright and like it looks kind it of delicious. It almost does look sweet, you know. Like it, yeah. it, it doesn't look like a blood that would incite fear, right? As much as it would incite, you know, hunger, <laughs> salivation. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, the color alone. I think if we're talking about style being the soul of Suspiria, I think inside that like if this is like a bullet point it's like what's the main parts of what makes Suspiria so great is the stylized style of it and then like under that like the first bullet point is color the use of color the mm-hmm. use of the color red specifically um yeah big like you like mostly when you do there. horror you think of drab dark um kind of not bright and vibrant which is what um I mean, first of all, Italian horror loves the bright colors, but the use of red to invoke violence and fear and, like, the use of this candy-colored blood, it's just, it's so visually appealing that it clashes against the the horrific things that are happening in this academy. Right. Um, it feels like a fairy tale. I saw someone talking about this, and I think it, it might have been Dario himself talking about it, how this is, like, his response to fairy tales specifically like disney fairy tales because this film is very i keep saying the word surreal but it's very fantastical it feels like it is based in lore and spoilers we find out the main villains are witches Mm. which is the reason for my choice next week (laughs) oh hell yeah is it the vavitch it is hell yeah (laughs) this movie i was like you know I'm watching it and I'm like, what the fuck can I connect this to? How how could I what what am I gonna pick for next week? And in the end, like yeah. near the end, she's like asked about witches and I was like, Stop sold. That's what we're yeah, picking. It's absolutely. an easy one. And it's great and it makes sense and I like it. 
Apps. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So, uh, color choice. Well, yeah, and the witches, the fantastical. So it's it's a modern day fairy tale about witches, but in a modern context. I mean, 1977, so modern for the time. Um, mm-hmm. Because I mean, if you think about it, like witches ruling everything is kind of like this trope that we see a lot in fairy tales and stuff, and like they're putting maggots and they're killing people and they have youth forever. Um, yeah, it's a very traditional witch. Um, and then I think underneath color. I mean, I think cinematography is, goes with color because the cinematography in this movie is great. Um, I think set design. The set design of this film is so fucking good. Um, and also helps play into the very fantastical feel of this film because it's doing that thing kind of... We've This isn't the first time we've talked about Italian film in on this podcast. I mean, we've talked about Eight and a Half, the lost episode that you can't find anywhere because <laughs> the audio broke. But when we were talking about eight and a half, the set design was very important in there too. It's very artful, very artistic. Like you could take frames of mm-hmm. shots from Suspiria and like the background and like the very asymmetric. Um, that it's it's like a combination of symmetric and asymmetric sets. Um, Everything's placed deliberately. Exactly, they feel like paintings. And what's weird about that is like everything's placed deliberately, including the actors. And it feels like that these people have, like, truly been existing in this place for a while. Like, they move around so yeah. naturally, like, as if they've done it thousands of times. Exactly. It's Ex- just, it's interesting how, like, methodical this movie feels. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 methodical is a good way of putting what Suspiria is. Because it, it really is, like, people talk about it being, like, the Italian horror masterpiece. And I can see why people talk about it, like, that way. Because it does seem to take everything that is good about horror, everything that is stylish about Italian horror, and combines it into this great thing. Um, I'm going to post this picture in my chat that is the image that is the scene after the maggots come down where in the dormitories, and they're all sleeping in like the center room, and it has the curtains all around it. Mm-hmm. And you see the shadows of people behind it. It's just such a simple scene but it is so chilling spooky yeah well let me post it um so i think color set design incredibly important um and then i think next under that is the music yeah music by goblin uh for those who don't know is goblin is a prog rock band from italy uh (laughs) Yes, the long exterior shots of the howling wind um, were almost unbearable, though. I they do they were really grating, but I I love them. Um, but going to the the music, and I mean it goes along with the soundtrack. Um, the theme for Suspiria, which I would love to play on the podcast, but I can't, is done mm-hmm. by Goblin, and I think it sits up there with the Halloween theme songs for horror. Yeah, it was so good. Like it's they so it. yeah so it again doesn't feel like a horror soundtrack it feels yeah. like this own like mystical magical fantastical thing but like it's so good and i'm so glad that they decided to find this find goblin um this like yeah. strange progressive rock band to part of, make it part of it was reminding me of a song 
that probably many people know. I think it's called Let Let There Be Light by Pink Floyd. Oh, yeah, it does. It felt, yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. I'm looking it up. Um, also, for those who aren't Let familiar... Let there be more light. It's yeah, okay, I know. Is, it, is that on... Um, That's not on Dark Side of the Moon, is it? No. I was going to say. Um, it is on... Oh, gosh. I don't want to activate this. I'll find out. Hold on. No worries. Um, and for those who are like, oh, I don't know who Goblin is, you might, if you've seen Dawn of the Dead, they also composed music for that. Nice. Um... Um, please stand by. No worries. Um, so yeah, I think style, we break down the style, color, set design. Um, it's also full of secrets. Oh, I don't think that one. Um, and soundtrack. I think the second important thing about Suspiria is it's over the top acting. So, a fun fact about this film is I was doing look diving into some trivia, kind of seeing um what Dario had to say about this film is originally he wrote this film to be about twelve and it's like people between the age of twelve and thirteen um his dad, who was producing this film, told him no, no one wants to watch a horror film where twelve and thirteen year old kids get killed <laughs> but they didn't really change the screenplay that much. So that's why, like, a lot of the... the <laughs> Yeah, that is an interesting fact. That is also why a lot of the dialogue does feel very like, childlike. Uh-huh. Like, very, like, over-the-top and dramatic and just, like, they kind of make these weird choices that you wouldn't expect. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, no, yes. That, so that was a fun fact. Like, yeah, and obviously this film is very inherently sexual. Like, it has a lot of sexual energy to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was actually not Dario's, like, original intent to it. He wanted to make it about, more about children. I think he was going for more, like, the children and the witch themes. Uh, kind of going back to the fairy tale. Yeah, fantasy. yeah, for sure. Um, But so he changed it. He aged it up. So we, that's kind of where we get all the college kids. Um late teens 20s but that's also kind of why we get the weird dialogue where like they do seem very kind of childish kind of like naive. i'm thinking of like naive yeah the first scene mm-hmm. um where we have Susie like entering the german ballet academy it's not the first scene because the first scene is the murder um is when she's in the locker room with everyone and everyone's just like acting so petty um and i think sarah I think Sarah. I think Sarah might be the most childlike of all. Um, yeah. So yeah, and then uh, it's it's just it's so good. It, it it's it really is. I'm so glad we watched it. Yeah, it was it was really <laughs> worthwhile. It was Sorry. something interesting that uh, I don't think I would have gotten if not for this podcast. Yeah. So um, I'm glad that we did that. It was it was good. Yeah, I, I didn't also... expect it to be in English. Well, it was the weird dub. I, I think yeah. it was originally in Italian. Um, it feels like at first you're like, "Oh, this is you know, English," but then like you watch a little bit and you see like the strange, like the yeah. mouth's not matching up. You're like, "Okay, this isn't true." Originally, English. Um, 
also there was this weird like psychology like like feel to it too especially i mean they talked to psychologists towards the end being like what are witches are like are witches real mm-hmm. and stuff and there's like this whole doubting thing and um i think my favorite quote is um by dr frank mandel which is bad luck isn't brought by broken mirrors but by broken minds Mm-hmm. Um, which kind of at that part it was like kind of like wait is this actually like supernatural or is there like actually some weird like psychological thing going on in this ballet academy but I mean then witches which I cool with I love supernatural stuff yeah there was a certain point when I was like is this lady actually just losing her mind and she's is, is this like Shutter Island you know this is a person in an insane asylum yeah exactly um, that had crossed my mind at a certain point yeah um but thankfully, it was just witches. I mean, it's just witches. Thankfully, just witches. Um, and another fun fact about this, uh, Suspiria is actually only one of a th- trilogy uh, that Dario did um, that is all about witches in different parts of the world. Oh, so I would love awesome. to watch. I would. I would love to watch the other films in this trilogy. Um, it's called the Three Mothers trilogy. Um, that is so cool. Starts with Suspiria, then it's Inferno, and then it is Mother of Tears. Interesting. Also, on the note of yep. sequels, this is completely off-topic to Suspiria, but did you know that there's a Train to Busan sequel called Peninsula? It's a prequel, I'm pretty sure. Prequel? Yeah. Wow. Maybe that not exists. Prequel, but it is a sequel. I heard it's not good. <laughs> I didn't know that it existed. It does. I heard it's an action film. There is, like, a true prequel as well, like, uh... Oh, it's like that, a mini oh, animated yes, short. Yes, I'm thinking of it. Like, the animated one is the prequel to Train to Busan. There is a sequel called Peninsula. Peninsula is um, the strange... No, it's an action film. Which Interesting. Which should not be an action film. Yeah, I didn't um, even know that existed. So I just... I heard that the other day, and I was like, holy crap, that, that's wild. Anyway, yeah, sorry. Suspiria. No, you're good. The Suspiria. The trilogy <laughs> of Suspiria does have, like, a weird date. It's like, Suspiria, 1977, Inferno, 1980. Then the third one, Mother of Tears, is 2007. Um, Interesting. And I think... Uh, Perhaps a remastered? No. Dario no? Argento is still making films. Oh, that's so cool. I heard they're not good. Oh, Unfortunately, that's I heard, less cool. I mean, I haven't seen any of them, but I have heard that uh, his stuff after the 80s kind of fell down. I, I If anyone in chat has seen his stuff like The Wax, wax Mask or um, Dracula 3D or anything like that, let me know if they're good. Um, Oh, does she? That's awesome. Uh, I guess his daughter plays the Mother Witch in the last one, which is cool. Huh. And he actually, he has a screenplay in being pre-produced right now to come out in 2022 uh, called Black Glasses. Sounds spooky. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I really like this film. I think. Yeah. We, we broke good. down its core, what it needs, um, style. I mean, oh God. I t- I, so... I will say, like, it, I, I talk about this probably too much. I did go to school for film. Um, Italian filmmaking never really was brought up that much. I always kind of had to go explore it by myself. And I'm not saying, like, it was bad. Like, the program was like, oh, they're ignoring Italian film. But I always, being more of an experimental filmmaker, I always kind of stayed in uh, France and Korea um, and, like, the Soviet Union. Um, those are, like, kind of the films I know in American um, but I'm glad I'm able to now explore more Italian films because after watching Eight and a Half and seeing Suspiria and stuff, like these films are truly great. Yeah, it's been different. 
it's mm-hmm. very different than anything I've ever watched, but it's it has not disappointed me at all. It's right. just been like it's so much more artful. It not is, just, and I and I say that with like so much delicacy because like I'm not trying to take anything away from anyone else. Well, it, it is. It's, it's, it has its different. own style. It has, it mm-hmm. does. Like I I would agree with the artful in a way that it feels more fine arts. It feels more classical arts. Mm-hmm. It feels like this is something like more theatrical, which I mean makes sense. Italy, Rome, Greece, like yeah, like the main like Western forms of theater, like kind of kind of like started in that area. Um, I mean Eastern theater was going on doing its own thing at the time, um, but it does feel very artful there. And I mean, I, Italy obviously has a long, long history of being the like center of Western art. Um, true, very true. So it's nice. And I mean, I, I think it's also a lot of people don't really know it's like Italian filmmakers are a big part of Hollywood. Like I, we've talked about spaghetti Westerns before. It was literally, mm-hmm. they were literally called spaghetti Westerns is because Italian filmmakers came over from Italy and made Westerns. Um, and those were like the good, the bad and the ugly, like mm-hmm. the best West, the best Westerns were created by Italian filmmakers, Italian, the Italian film scene has its had their own thing and it was so good that it came over to america and changed hollywood yeah um, they've, they've done a lot of cool stuff here yeah so let's move on i'm gonna have to see that osner uh tenebrae i i'm stuck like i said mario bava was my go-to italian horror film guy for a bit um it, I, I like mario bava's use of color i think a little bit better uh than suspiria's use because it just a stranger to me um but I will definitely. I want. I want to check out more. I want to check out the remake of Suspiria, and I want to check out more of Argento's films. Um, and I want to watch Last Night in Soho. And I want to watch Last Night in Soho, which I think is going to be great because Edgar Wright knows his. It's it's good at taking his films and making them good. Taking mm-hmm. his like it, taking. Okay, Edgar. How do I want to say this? Edgar Wright is good at finding his homages to films that he loves and making them like Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead. Yes. And I would agree, Baba's a little bit more sinister. Um, all right, so this is the part of the podcast for anyone who's new here. and we're, We ruin the movie. <laughs> we take Suspiria and we recreate it in a new genre and make it a prequel, sequel, or remake. Uh, these are polls that you can vote on in our Discord. Um, so we are remaking this. 67% of the people voted a remake of Suspiria. And it is going to be, uh, god damn it. Every oh, no. time I include this into a musical, no, I forgot to put musical on the list this time. But the last time I put this on this one last th- also, oh. um, it is Suspiria as a lifetime TV movie <laughs> that is also a rom com. Okay, so Suspiria as a remake, a modern remake as a lifetime TV movie that is a rom com. Oh God! God help us. Um. Okay, I have to look up an actress. Please okay. Yeah. So, if we go back to the list of things that make Suspiria, Suspiria. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there mm-hmm. are no men in that movie. Yeah. Um. Uh. If we have to get the style, the style, but if we're doing a lifetime TV movie, I feel like they're gonna fuck up that mm-hmm. style. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Lifetime movie, so style, color is important, set design is important, color, uh, 
soundtrack is important. And then we have to have the fantastical feel to it and the dialogue. I'm here for it. I mean, I think our remake of Nightcrawler as a Lifetime TV movie is one of our best remakes. <laughs> uh, uh, so, I was just thinking about who the main star should be. Like, yeah. the, who the... I already forgot her name in the movie. Shit. Yeah, first uh, let's find out, like, who's playing Susie? Who's... Susie, that's her name. I was thinking either Katherine Heigl or Kristen Wiig. Or Kristen Stewart could be good. I think Kristen Stewart. I think that would be my pick. Uh, I think Wig is too peppy, maybe. Oh wait, no, this isn't who I wanted. Oh. This is I know I wanted a different Kristen. Kristen. Kristen Bell. Okay. <laughs> I was leaning more towards like the funny <laughs> than the. Twilight. I, I think Twilight, though. I think because I feel like this is a Lifetime movie. Um, we realized last time we did a Lifetime movie is, like, the directors and producers really usually aren't on point. So they probably would see Twilight and be like, you know what's like Suspiria? Twilight, for some reason. Somebody call Kristen Stewart right now. So they would probably be like, you know who we need to lead? Kristen Stewart. Kristen <laughs> Stewart is the lead in a rom-com of Suspiria. Let's figure out who's directing this thing. So main character, Kristen Stewart. Let me look up Lifetime yep. movie directors. Wait, I'm going to just do most famous Lifetime movie. I don't know any of these directors. Believe me. Oh, wait, there's some spooky Lifetime-looking movies. <laughs> I did guarantee you they're not. Believe me, The Abduction of Lisa McVeigh. Oh, that's because all fucking Lifetime TV movies are like horror porn for, like, middle-aged uh, white women to be f- afraid of the night. <laughs> I see. Abducted, the Mary Stauffer story. Um, who's doing rom-coms? Let's, who's picking- the best Lifetime movies. Here we go. Please stand by, chat, while I look up. Are the movies wrong, though? Not really. Hit and Run, 1999. Got a six on IMDb. All right, that's your best. That's your best? No, that's their worst of their best. Show me your best of your best. Where's your number one? That's number three. Here we go. Gracie's Choice, 2004, directed by Peter Werner, W-E-R-N-E-R. IMDb users rating 7.5. Runtime exactly ninety minutes on Ooh, the nose. I think I might have just found out if. if Holy some... shit! Kristen Bell is in this. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Any point? Of... Yeah, they're right. Osner. Um... What? Absolutely. I okay. So I, if we're if we're doing a uh, modern remake, Kristen Stewart. If we're doing a remake in the nineties, Drew Barrymore is our lead. Um. Uh, perfect. I cannot believe that Kristen Bell is in the number one rated fucking Lifetime movie oh, I on can. this random website. <laughs> that is so funny. She was our my, she was like my first choice for this second choice. I mean, Kristen Stewart's a, an obvious pick. Yeah, but god damn it, that is hilarious. Maybe Drew Barrymore's directing. Has Drew Barrymore directed? I don't know. Mary Louise Parker. Damn, a lot of people have been in these terrible movies. It's because they're so cheap to make. That's true. Elizabeth Perkins? What the fuck? Who directed the new uh, Charlie's Angels? 
Oh, man. Wow, this is, uh, this is blowing my mind. Harry Connick Jr.? What the? In 2008? Hello? <laughs> All right, what so I want to preface this by saying uh, I like Elizabeth Banks. Uh, but okay, okay. That's her, she's directed some movies that I don't quite like that would probably fit this weird rom-com Suspiria, like The New Charlie's Angels and Pitch Perfect 2. Interesting. I don't know who this person is. Who, Elizabeth Banks? Banks. Yeah, no, I if don't. If you see a picture, you'll, you'll know. Okay. I'm trying to think who else is... Who directed all those Bradley Cooper movies? Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper directed all the Bradley Cooper movies? <laughs> I mean, he directed uh, that one. What, Wait, a star is, is born? <laughs> no, huh? she's, she's not Katniss, but she's uh, one of the, she's in the Hunger Games. Oh. Uh, uh-huh. Wedding Crashers. We're, we're, I feel like we're off the rails. It's just the directors. I don't know who would direct this. <laughs> I, I think we just pick someone amazing. Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson, no. <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh, uh, what's that guy that I hate? Uh, the the Transformers guy. We're not Michael Bay is not directing. Michael Bay. <laughs> Here we go. Lifetime movie directed by Michael Bay. The not the right movie. Let's see, maybe there's a what's a bad horror franchise lately? Like one uh, that just kind of sucks. Hmm. I feel like no matter what I say, we're gonna get flamed. I mean, I talk shit about Disney and Marvel all the time. Amityville right? Horror. Who directed that? I don't know, but they took kind of a weird turn when they got a bunch of remakes. <laughs> it's you... had like 50 films. I, I did play Resident Evil 8. Michael Bay definitely directed one of the boss sequences. I, you're not wrong. I feel like... Ha-ha! <laughs> oh, who directed the new Grudge movie? There's a new Grudge? Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> what Was it 2019? think so 2020 i found it i know no one can be mad at me for saying that movie nicholas pesky what else has he directed american filmmaker he's known for directing and writing horror films. nothing i don't want to we need something more famous the eyes of my mother piercing and the grudge who wrote the boy i hated the boy don't know anyone like the boy i think the people i saw the boy with liked it i did not like it Oh, um, okay, who directed, um, this is actually a good director, uh, what was that Haunted House show that came out on Netflix? Oh, The Haunting of Hill House? Yeah. I, is that, that Scott Dickerson? Well. I think so. Bly directed Manor? by, oh, each episode's got a different director, I think. You're probably right. Um, the Haunting of Bly Manor is the one I specifically am thinking of, which was good. I liked it. Um, Mike Flanagan. Yes, Mike Flanagan is who I was thinking of. Um, did Doctor Sleep, Gerald's Game, 
Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, I, I like think this guy. yeah, yeah. I think Mike Flanagan. I think my I like Mike Flanagan stuff, but I think he's directing this. <laughs> you got the ticket, bud. For whatever reason, Lifetime was like, this year we Probably are making be- the most ambitious movie. Yeah, I mean I mean uh the haunting of Bly Manor did feel very dramatic and kind of lifetimey at points. I really liked it though. Um I didn't watch it. But I've seen Doctor Sleep. How was that? I liked it. You didn't watch it? Didn't no, you? that's what I've heard, I've heard. I mean, I you think The Shining is like my favorite. Film I really film. would have thought that yeah, you I would have. Seen have. It. I haven't Stephen seen it. King I'm... was heavily involved. I know. I've actually heard good things about it. I haven't seen it though. It was interesting. Um, it all was right, good. so we have Mike Flanagan has been picked up by Lifetime TV to do a rom-com remake of Suspiria. We have Chris, Kristen Stewart as the lead playing Susie. He's on a three-movie contract. He will also be remaking Inferno and the other one. Yeah, the, God, the camera. But we're only going to talk about Yeah, we're Suspiria. only talking about that one. Um, all right, so we've got Mike Flanagan. He's directing. Uh, he he does some artful thing. He probably, yeah, he's done like Gerald's Game and Haunting of Hill House. I feel like he can do some creative things. Uh, mm-hmm, the color mm-hmm. probably isn't there. It's probably more a little desaturated. It's this is there. It's also Lifetime, so it's probably not like that big of a budget. <laughs> Maybe it's too much <laughs> of a budget actually. Um, who's who's the prog rock band <laughs> they're gra- get, getting instead of Goblin? Ghost. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> Ghost, Ghost is absolutely the replacement for Goblin in this remake of Suspiria. I love in Ghost name so much. and style and everything. Yeah. Oh my God. The, the best thing about Ghost is I really love Ghost. Ghost is one of my favorite bands. Is they? It's like yeah, pop. Same. It's like pop horror is like kind of their whole thing. It's like very theatrical. Like I feel like they would write an album just for this movie. They would, and they're they they know their assignment. Like uh huh. Mm-hmm. It's always like Satanism meets Scooby Doo when I kind of describe Ghost it's because it's so like it's it's so good it's pop metal it's great yeah so Ghost is through the composing the music for this Kristen Stewart is uh is the lead uh, Mike Flanagan directing it comes out what's the name of it it's not going to be called Suspiria again what does Suspiria translate into English does it translate is it just surprise probably suspicion. Translate Suspiria, Latin for size, is a 1977 Italian horror film. Okay. Actually, Thanks. I like that name. Um, so it's Latin for size. Um, Suspiria means definition of Suspiria. Latin for size, director, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I know. This doesn't tell me anything. Maybe it's just okay. a word. Maybe it's just a word they came up with. I'm kind of cool. It's also an album, I guess. Well, oh, a, a band no. also. It's also a band. <laughs> um, yeah. A dark wave band. Um, hmm. Okay, okay. Well, because this is a lifetime movie, they're not going to do the research to figure out what Suspiria actually means. It's just going to be called Surpri- Surprise. 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 I want to keep adding that as a surprise. Did you watch the movie? Yeah, I... The Master of Suspiria. Okay, you're right. You're right. I forgot that. Uh, Master Superium, the Mother of Size. Um, you're right. Um, so, but we're saying this is the Lifetime movie. Who is not going to do that much research into it? Uh, Mike Flanagan's still a great director, but he's just kind of phoning it in. 
Um, it's called Surprise. I'm on this forum, most people are saying it's like breathing. It's, yeah, it's translated to sigh. Well, in Latin, but like, oh this forum's like, my grandma from Italy <laughs> says it's kind of like breathing. And this I other person's on, yeah. like, in Romanian, this means breathing. So you're right. <laughs> so, you know, sounds like breathing, probably. Oh, well. Your cold silence is really telling. No, I'm reading. I'm reading right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> So, so, so uh, the so, so, surprise, surprise. I keep wanting to add the S because it's so serious. Surprise! The 2021 Lifetime remake of of Suspiria. Oh, this is a rom com and it's Lifetime, so we need to have a male. I have it. We have Dude, to I have, have uh, who's playing against Kristen Stewart. I have the fucking story for surprise. Okay, but first we need to find out who is. <laughs> the other, the romantically involved person, partner. Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. <laughs> or no. Bill Pullman. We, I think we did that The guy last from time. Nightcrawler. Jake Gyllenhaal? He's back. No, it's Bill Paxton. No, well, okay, let's look. We're not putting him back in a Lifetime movie. We've already tortured <laughs> him enough. In his second role this year. <laughs> <laughs> lifetime movie actors. Um... 25 st- Colin F- I think uh oh what's that one guy's name the guy that used to host uh Ridley's believe it or not what <laughs> this guy hold on i think his first name's like dean or something hold up where is he wait what please <laughs> believe it or not host 2000s dean kane Dean Kane, yeah, that's our man, Dean Kane. He played Superman. Oh, he did, yes, and he's in Supergirl. Yes, okay, <laughs> absolutely. What the hell has Dean Kane been doing? Uh, I, he's about to be in su- surprise su- on su- Lifetime. Surprise! Lifetime <laughs> against surprise, starring uh, Dean Kane and Kristen Stewart. All right, what's the story? Hit me with it. Kristen Stewart is excited to bring her new man, Dean Kane, home to visit her family. Uh, since, you know, they just invited her over for the weekend, but she figured, yeah. you know, I'll bring him with us. Yeah. And uh, they get there, and they think everything is normal. Um, but little did Kristen Stewart know, this is also the weekend her family decided to tell her that they're all witches. They're witches? Oh, my God. <laughs> Where, we need to bring in the, the, the Dance Academy somehow. Where's the Dance Academy coming in? I don't know, but they should keep making jokes about how they're thankful that they brought him to dinner. For dinner. We're so glad yes! you brought him for dinner. Yes. <laughs> Maybe, okay, what if, what if her family owned a dance studio? That's how we connect it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely, it's really Maybe it's nose. like a multi-layered building. You know, like a duplex yeah. or something, except it's yes. like on on the top floor, it's their apartment, and on the bottom floor, it's a dance studio that they use like every day. Her family got their riches from like doing dancing stuff. However, people oh, yeah. do that, whether it's teaching or learning and becoming experts, whatever it is. Yeah, I love. So it. Boom. we're gonna go visit my family's dance studio for the weekend, and we'll stay with them, and it'll be great. Maybe by the end of it, he escapes and has to, like, kill her. And everyone. (laughs) It's all to the soundtrack of Ghost. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. I think we got it. Print it. We're here. Print Lifetime it. Sign up. Uh, something I wanted to say that I forgot to say. Um, this is kind of not about the remake, but uh, the Suspiria poster absolutely rules. Um, it has. It, it says on the top. It says the only thing more terrifying than the last twelve minutes of this film are the first ninety-two. And <laughs> underneath that, it says Suspiria, and then it has a face yelling. And then underneath that, it says once you've seen it, you'll never again feel safe in the dark. I love the confidence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. It was. A spooky idea, though. It was. I watched it alone at my dad's house, which is probably haunted. Nice. I've been there. It's spooky. It's all probably haunted. <laughs> I'm almost certain it's buried on, like, old, or buried on, built on, in, like, an old witching coven Yeah, absolutely. Place. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, that was a surprise, everyone. The remake. Uh, that was Suspiria. I'm really glad we watched it. Yeah, that was awesome. We really did ruin it with the help of you all. Thank you so much for helping us yeah, ruin it. It's, it's on your hands now, too. Um, yeah, thanks for doing all that hard work for us. Absolutely. Next week, we are watching The Witch. Uh, the Robert Eggers? Eggers? I think Eggers. Robert Edgar. Right, Robert. Eggers. Is it plural? It's E G G E R S. Oh. There's an S at the end. Um, which, I mean, this is a film we've both seen, but mm-hmm. I mean, I'll never not watch The Witch. The White Witch Rules. Um, he has a new movie coming out called The Northman? Yeah, it's kind of like in the line of the lighthouse. Whoa. I would love to live It's got Alexander Skarsgård. Oh, also, talking about The Witch, another kind of connection, uh, we've talked about, um, Hanya Taylor-Joy three weeks in a row now. <laughs> Queen's True. Gambit. Last yeah, Night in Soho, yeah. The New Mutants. Talking about someone who is blowing up right now. Yeah, yeah. She that's is everywhere. True. Yeah, thanks to our podcast. Yeah, it's, uh, we're the reason she's blowing <laughs> up, obviously. <laughs> Great actress. She was just on Saturday Night Live, too, I think. Good for her. You know, <laughs> I really love this movie, and um, I wouldn't have picked it Yeah. had I not watched Suspiria. The thing about oh, And yeah. I say that because, like, in the past, it's like you'll suggest a movie, and I'll just think to myself, like, okay, what would make like a cool riff on yeah. this, and that'll be my next movie, and I'll like think about it through the week or something like that. I actually didn't consider what my next film would be until like I was almost done with this movie. <laughs> Hell so. yeah! Hell yeah! Um, little heads up for anyone who's not seen The Witch before: you might want to put subtitles on. I yeah. Also, there's they're speaking uh, English, some, but you don't know what the fuck they're saying. Yeah, watch with subtitles and also prepare for uh, uh, a fucked violence. up experience. It's great. Yeah, it's fucked. It has a goat in it. Yeah, it's good though. It's really it's good. on brand. I, the witch is really great. Um, the only I I mean I think I like the lighthouse better, but that's not. I the witch still rules. So hard. yeah, so I mean good. we could do the lighthouse at any time. I did this because yeah. witches, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. Well, that was the podcast of the week. I was ruining movies. Um, next week, The Witch. So, more spookiness. It's spooky June, everyone. If you didn't know, this is a horror podcast. Yeah, now we're doing we're doing horror all the way to October. <laughs> and then in October, we'll just do, like, family. Christmas. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that was uh, the podcast for the week. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, for anyone who is listening in the future or watching the future, this podcast is done live on Tuesdays at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern. Come check it out. We're both live on Twitch. Um, Shane is at twitch.tv slash bringtheshane. I'm at twitch.tv slash farmgoat. You can jump into either of our chats and 
contribute, talk with us. Um, uh, we've our chats are active. You guys can ask us questions if you have thoughts on the movie, if you have stuff you want us to talk about in the news or anything that is movie or entertainment related. Come throw us, throw us some ideas. We'll talk about them. Uh, this is a live podcast for that. We want to talk to you guys and also vote in the polls. So you'd have to join our Discord. Um, vote in our polls, and you will be able to help us ruin the movies by choosing what genre to remake in it and making it a remake, prequel, or sequel. Um, yeah. Uh, Shane, do you have any plugs? I think you kind of got mine already. Yeah, for sure. Um, so thanks. Yeah. But you guys can catch me live at twitch.tv slash bringtheshane. I, uh, I play games with this guy on Mondays and also yep. on Tuesdays after we record the sweet podcast. And then I have uh, Shanecraft on Fridays, but not this Friday, I'm guessing. Yeah, um, we've got something big coming out this Friday. Yeah, uh, and then so I think this week we might do Shanecraft on Sunday. But oh, in nice. the future, it's always going to be, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Shanecraft on Fridays till I'm dead. Come uh, on. Yeah. Um, he means in real life and in the game. Both, yeah. Hopefully uh, the game comes before the real life. Exactly. We'll see, though. I mean, the game knows, did only have a heart attack last week over some dumb shit. Nice. Um, and he, yeah, you can find me at twitch.tv slash farmgoat. Uh, we do, like Shane said, we do Dummies Play on Monday where we play co-op games. Tuesdays after this podcast, we play community games. We're probably going to be playing Valorant. Um... We also have a somewhat public Minecraft server. So if you are like like movies and you're listening to this, like I'm like Minecraft also. Um, join our Discord. Apply for that server. It is whitelisted. Um, this Friday we're having the the, the first. Uh, it's it's being released uh, to the public. So it should be a lot of fun. You said Friday. Yeah, Friday. Friday. Are you at... planning on streaming this? Yeah, yeah. When that happens. Yep. Okay. Um. Normally, my June is a little messed up on my with my stream schedule, but normally after June, uh, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, you will find me doing GTA RP. Um, I play multiple characters. Uh, right now, my current one is Jake Bloom, a filmmaker in Los Santos, trying to make documentaries about the people who live in the city. It is a lot of fun. I, I love GTA RP, and I know a lot of people have been along a lot of fun of it with it. Um, and I'm planning on coming up with a new character that is very sinister soon. Hell yeah. Um, and yeah, you can find all of our stuff for ruining movies on Twitter. It's ruining movies, um, Instagram ruining movies, TikTok ruining movies, YouTube ruining movies. Uh, you can find clips from our show there. You can interact with us. You can find the podcast there. You can find the podcast on Spotify also. And yeah, that's it. Thank you guys for coming out. Thank you guys for watching. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I'm excited to do the witch next week. We'll have more news to talk about. We'll talk about what we've been watching and we will ruin the witch so yeah. until then be excellent everyone we're gonna get out of here we're gonna go play valorant peace come along yeah bye, bye.